Is Philip's nose cavity. That's an expensive habit, Phil. <laughs> What's going on, motherfuckers? Can't believe it. 106, another week down. Because you're racist, we're all racist. Everybody's racist. Hi, how you doing? Welcome back to Ragecast 106. 106. Phillips nose is numb. Put it away. Oh, narcotics addictions are no laughing matter. <laughs> It's not real. He's not real. He's a, you know, he's a goat figure. I mean, well, I mean, let's not debate the, the real or not realness of that guy's situation, you know. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Trovo's here. Uh, the other people in the in the secret area. <laughs> Entropy. How are, how are you guys uh, doing? Entropystream.live slash Raging Distant. If you want to go there and send a message for me, I will see it there. I understand people are having issues. I don't know why. Um, I'm working on it. As much as I can. And by that, I mean I'm pestering the developers as much as I feel is appropriate, um, which is twice now. Um, I'm sure they're working on it. Don't know why, uh, but, you know, there you can go to Trovo, I guess. If you want to talk to people there if you want to talk to some of the of the folks. Otherwise, uh, RagingDistant.tv, go there and sign up for the mailing list uh, for updates and that kind of thing. Any, anything relevant, if we get banned or moved or whatever, that's where it'll be. And then there's the Telegram channel, also t.me slash RagingDissident.com. Spelled like it sounds, spelled just like it sounds, on the Telegram page. I like that one. That's probably my favorite one to use. Uh, and then there's the discords and all the other. I don't know. Just pick something. Just get a. We're doing a buddy system here in Dagalon, right? Just get a buddy. Find somebody if you're new that knows what's going on, and just ask them. Just get their number, and they'll tell you what to do. That's. I mean, that's just that's the best I can do right now. You know, barring a fan out list. Uh, <laughs> Juicy Gary, how are you? Mr. Pie May, Joe Mack, Crispy, CRJ, of course. Mr. Cockrum, Merck is here. Mark Jacobs, hi. Chat working on iPhone, good. That's nice to see. That's uh, Evidence violates TOS. It does. Entropians represent, yes, the Entropian master race. <laughs> um, yeah, some people it doesn't work for. I don't know why, but uh, it could be a browser thing. It could be an ad blocker thing. It could be that your device just hates you. That's possible. It could also be the security state making sure that you're not, uh, you know, getting any negative information. You know, you don't, you don't want to be exposed to the, the hate, do you? That would be the worst. That would be the worst. Iron E, hello. 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 How are you doing? It's the anniversary of Stalin's death. March 5th, 1958. Death to Stalin. Fuck that guy. Let's party. Why not? Everybody have a good time. Carrot SK, today marks the one-year anniversary of no real flu cases in Alberta. Fun fact. That's fun. That's interesting, you know. 
That is a great, that is a fun fact. It's just fun. It's just fun to know that you can't get the flu anymore. I mean, that's, I mean, there's not a lot of good things that have happened this year. Uh, you know, over the past year, a lot of bad things have happened. But if you, you take the good where you can. You, you take the positive where you can find it. And at least going forward from now on for the rest of our lives, I mean, you'll never get, the, it's, you're basically never going to get the flu again. It's almost impossible. Or the cold, the seasonal cold, that, those don't, they're gone. They're just gone now. So, um, you know, they've been, they've been exterminated. They've been wiped out, which is great. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, who hates, who hates being home with the flu? That's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Everybody's just saving DTS in the chat. D- DTS, death to Stalin. Who knew? We, 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 we killed him. Were we successful? We went back in time and got rid of him. I'm scared of the hot food I ate last night. Taz, what did you do? Is your toilet going to cry? That's uh, that's very possible. Let the pastor free, Liquid Gal says on Trovo. Yeah, no kidding. That's uh, that's crazy. Uh, all kinds of stuff going on. I don't even know where to begin. I, I never really do. I just kind of ramble away. Uh, so many times. Ta- I, I did one of these, like, I don't know if I have enough stuff to talk about. I always have too much. Uh, and I have to, you know, cut things. And I just went on a weird, like, that's crazy, that's crazy, that's crazy. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And now my desktop uh, is full. <laughs> it's a lot of shit. How have you guys been? How was your week? <laughs> Tell me about your day. How was work? <laughs> you know what I mean? Full draw scarps. Hello, sir. How are you? Thank you for the support. I appreciate that. And he sends me a link to so far so good. Catholic school board begins asymptomatic testing. Oh Lord. Well, that's not very Bible-y, you know, taking people, taking away people's uh Simcoe. Oh, good. It's in Ontario. Muskoka Catholic District School Board is taking a proactive approach against the co- co- yeah, yeah. Oh, we've taken a proactive approach, all right. It's been a quite a long year of proactivity. Let's force the kids. Force the kids. Clinic ran from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Yay. One of the challenges that we hope we don't face is having these people is having people participate. Far so good, which is great, but it's only going to be as effective as the people that show up and take advantage of this asymptomatic testing. Are you not sick and feel fine? Come get tested anyway for a disease you will almost assuredly and definitely survive. Um, you know, remember when we were kids and you would get the chicken pox on purpose? <laughs> Your parents would take you to parties, uh, chicken pox parties, we called them. And, um, you would intentionally be infected with the chicken pox because it's much more deadly later in life if you've never been exposed to it. So you want to get it early. Um, but now, now, um, you know, doctors are saying we need to stay home and stay safe forever because, uh, you know, the flu exists. So now we need to st- we need to stay home forever. I think I have that story somewhere. Doctors now recommend we do this forever. We because we, the flu, we need to stay away from the flu, and you know, which is just as deadly as you know COVID nineteen, evidently according to the numbers. So, therefore, we're doing this forever. I mean, there's no other uh, <laughs> there's no other possibility. Mark three hundred six has had my first kiss at a chicken pox party. That sounds like Saskatchewan. <laughs> get in there, boy. Kiss some girls. Go get sick now. <laughs> Okay, good. You got diseased. <laughs> Everything's backwards. Oh, anyway, I don't know. What have I been doing the last couple of days? Not much since Wednesday. Uh, I never get a chance to work too much on the, the shirts and the, I'm telling you, something. I had a few people reach out to me about the, you know graphic design options and that kind of stuff. I'm, I, I just haven't gotten around to it yet, but I, but I will. But who doesn't want this? Who doesn't want this? This sweet flag, <laughs> the nation of Dagalon. 
more Dagalonian news, you know. The lines have been drawn. You're either on one side or you're on the other. You're either on the side of sanity and, you know, adult behavior or you're on the side of, you know, stripping people of their freedom and spazzing out over nothing and acting like an infant. Um, we have the weakest fucking... Uh, what the hell? That wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> we have one of the weakest societies maybe in history. Um, and it, it's it's really... It just it just gets worse and worse. It doesn't ever seem to want to stop. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> everybody's racist. Everything's bad. Everything. Every everybody's a victim. Everybody everywhere is some kind of victim. Somebody. The, the only reason anything went wrong in your life is because somebody else did a thing somewhere. You know, maybe even it was thousands of years ago. Maybe you have post traumatic slavery disorder. That's something I encountered uh, yesterday. That apparently is a, is a thing. In, uh, in Nova Scotia, at least, in post-traumatic slavery disorder. That's why anyone, any people of color, if they do anything, that's, that's potentially the reason. Because they have post-traumatic slavery disorder. These are people we pay money to to tell us, uh, you know, about health. They're insane. They also want to cut uh, your genitals off your children. Drag queen story time. You know, give a seven or eight-year-old hormones, uh, you know, without the parents' consent. Because, you know... <laughs> That would be crazy. They can't smoke, drink, drive, vote, do anything like that because they're not adults, but they can mutilate their bodies and everything. That's fine. Why wouldn't it be? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> post-traumatic slavery disorder. I've got post-traumatic King of England disorder. Why well, want my castle and my holdings back? I want my lands and my peasants and my serfs from Scotland returned to me. I am the rightful heir of Castle Dingwall <laughs> in Scotland. After my land from my people was mis was appropriated by the king of England, and we were forced to work as indentured servants across the sea in North America to you know colonize the land for the king against our will, in which we had to build you know our lives out of nothing. There was nothing here but trees and uh, natives who were not too friendly. So you know. I think I'm entitled to some reparations if that's how it works. That's how it works. I think the people of Ireland deserve quite a bit of money from the U.S. government, considering how many of them were forced into the Civil War against their will. And then there was the potato famine. So, I mean, the English king, really, he owes them a lot of money as well. I can go on and on. We can just keep doing this. Um, I, think that, I think that the Danes and the Norwegians actually owe the British people a lot of money. So the King of England should be asking reparations from them for their, you know, the Viking raids and incursions that changed the landscape and cultural makeup of Great Britain thousands of years ago. So we're going to have to deal with that um, as well. Obviously, the Germans pay a lot of reparations for everybody, but not the Austrians, even though most of the Third Reich uh, hierarchy and leadership, uh, you know, was from, you know, Austria. But uh, we don't, we'll, we'll, we'll get to them. I think the Russians owe people quite a bit of money. That you know, everybody owes everybody money, apparently. No. Isn't, or no, it's not. Oh, it's just white people. Oh, white people can't be victims of anything ever. And uh, post, you know, history. <laughs> You know, give me stuff because something that happened before that had nothing to do with me uh, only applies to non-white people, apparently. That's not fucking insane at all. And where does that end? Never, obviously. You know, that's the point. It's uh, This attitude is going to lead to... Um, it already is. It, it's leading to open hostility and everybody's fighting with each other about something that no one ever talked about, was never mentioned. Um, I've taught, We've had to talk more about race issues in the last two years than my previous uh, 33 years of my life combined, easily, by far, you know? And I worked in the military, which was actually, believe it or not, a lot of minorities worked in the military. And you know how often it came up? Fucking zero times. 
You know, you know what matters in the military? Uh, can you do your job? Am I going to get to go home to my family? Are you going to, like, you know what I mean? You got my back? Can I trust you? Can you do your job? That's all I care about. I don't care about anything else. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And nobody else does either. But now we have, you know, we're being told we're all racist and horrible and everything because, uh, you know, give us money. Give us stuff. Now, that's how that's how it's going to work. More on, on that later. What else is going on? Oh, and you know what? I'll, I'll probably start with this in just a second. I'm going to let you guys, I mean, you guys like to. I'll have a little bit of a drink. I got my Red Bull and my, my <laughs> I took a fair amount of THC oil earlier because uh, I basically, if I don't, I can't sleep. Uh, I slept about four hours last night, if that, and by last night, I mean from like 9 a.m. to, you know, noon, something like that. <laughs> but oh well. Full Draw Scarf says, this guy nailed it, but made it humorous. Don't be surprised. This will happen in Canada. It's on Instagram. Is it, I don't know who this guy is. Uh, let's see. Four minutes long. I don't have time for this. I'm going to read the, uh, what is this? Voting at 16 is insane. Yes, obviously. The only reason they want people to vote at 16 is so they can uh, get more liberal communist voters. Um, the vast majority, I think I, I think I read that every place, and I guess this is the Canada First account. I'm not sure who that is. I don't know if it's Tyler, one of Tyler Russell's guys or him himself. The Canada First account on Instagram, 47, if a place had more, 47% or more, of BIPOC folks, uh, they vote liberal 100% of the time. So that's a big reason why they want to bring a lot of these people in. Um, what are you guys talking about in there? They're, they're, you know, they're bringing in the voter. They want to lower the voting. Younger people vote left. You know, it, it, it's stacked against anybody that, that thinks or, or values the things that we do. On purpose, because they don't want a multicultural tolerant society. They want a communist left-wing uh, tyrannical society, and we're in the way of that. So we need to be destroyed, and they're working to do everything they can to, to make that happen. Crisby, thank you, sir. He says, you promise to defend. I promise to support. With a very sharp daggle on Avatar. I like that. <laughs> um, what are you guys talking about? The whiskey there, Tintarian? The didn't pass uh, quality control. It's fine. It's fine. The Alberta Rebel Whiskey, nice, you know, happy sponsor of the, the programming and, you know, ProPatria Coffee Company as well. Uh, I just finished another bag of these, actually. This is good stuff. What happened? What was that? Something fell off. Something fell off. And uh, the QAnon people, um, remember? Uh, like Trump's president now, right? We were all wrong. And we were, you'll see on March 4th. <laughs> That's why everybody, they're going to arrest everybody. And Trump's the secret president. Oh, my God. It's never going to end. And what is it now? I'm afraid to check. I'm afraid to go see what their newest, uh, uh, what mental backflip they've had to do this time to extend the QAnon fantasy world. Oh, Lord. War Relish 89 says, good to see you again, brother. Another week in clown world down. Been doing your PT? I actually haven't been the last few weeks. I haven't. I've been. I was sick and I felt like shit there for a few days. And I'm gonna try again tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm doing stuff with my kids. It's my daughter's birthday tomorrow. She's five years old. Well, it was her birthday already, but we're having having a party for her tomorrow. So that's gonna. I'll be occupied with most of the time. And I would. I am gonna try and get into something here soon. March 20th is their new date. Oh, okay, sure. The deep state pulled a fast one, and now we've had to postpone the revolution till. <laughs> And then on March 20th, it'll be April 1st. And on April 1st, it'll be April 30th. And then it'll be June, July. It'll never end, man. The Ides of March. That's my birthday, March 14th. It's almost my birthday. Nine more days 
and uh, I'm old. I'm an old man. I'm um, <laughs> five years away from 40, halfway almost to 80, midlife crisis time. What are you going to do? It's March 8th. I'm, you, oh, you're March 8th, the birthday, yes. The, the, the Pisces people, the March March board people. Uh, we'll get into that next. Everything, everything's crazy. Everything is fucking crazy. And um, it's it's try not to get too wrapped up in it because you can't stop it from happening. The damage is done. There's no way out. Uh, they've ruled. They've poisoned society. Like it's fatally ill. It's got cancer now. And the tentacles of this cancerous ideology, this mind virus, if you would, if you're if you know from a gad sad you know listener or a reader. Yeah, the mind virus of social justice, wokeness, and everybody's racist and BIPOC people and reparate and all that. It's going to destroy society. It already has been. It's uh, done quite a bit of harm already. It's killed uh, quite a few people. Uh, the BLM riots killed quite a few people in, in America, and it's only going to get worse. And um, basically a race war is pretty much baked in now. I don't see any other way around it. Most people are for it. They support the, um, they support the destruction of uh, other people. Their whole plan is... Um, or apparently this is how they, they seem to think they're going to right the wrongs of the past because, um, you know, bad things happened to, you know, <laughs> people in the past. So then they're going to fix that by making bad things happen to white people now, even though we've never had bad things happen. You know, ask the, <laughs> ask the Royal Newfoundland Regiment about Beaumont Hamill. How many white people came back from that little adventure? Uh, none. Pretty much none. Pretty much all the men in Newfoundland were killed in that. But, you know. Oh, it's ridiculous. I figured Q was over. No, no, it's still going. It's stronger than ever. It's a cult. Um, you've got the QAnon cult on the right, the extreme crazy people on the right, and then the extreme. And, and then a lot of them aren't even crazy. They're just um, they're brainwashed and they're using their hope and their their positive patriotism against them, then telling them what they want to hear. Uh, and once you commit to that, it's really hard to get out. <laughs> You're going to have to admit some pretty hard truths that uh, you got fooled bad and you were really, really wrong about a lot. Not easy to do. Not fun. I've had to do it before in my life and it's shitty. But, you know, it's true or it's true or it's not. Or what? No. If it's true, it's true. If it's true, it's true. If it's true, it's true. All right. If you have a drink, you can you can drink. You can you know, do the thing where you, you know, drink it. I'm gonna, I'll get some another time. Not today, but soon. Um, maybe every other Friday or something we'll have some some beers with you guys. But uh, Coming up next, uh, from the request line in just a second, Lone Star Texan says, fun, fun history fact, March 4th was the anniversary for the glorious stars and bars getting adopted as the official Confederate battle flag. Death to Stalin, good times. Full Draw Scarp says Q posted a video of a Marine helicopter landing in Switzerland yesterday, but they doesn't show who's in it. They say it was Trump. Jesus Christ. A helicopter landed in Switzerland. Like, nobody knows. I saw a video of one guy, and they're like, look at this. He's just in the street, and there's a bunch of cops and a motorcade goes by in Washington with the sirens on. Like, that that could be anything in the world. <laughs> That could mean any. That could be a training exercise. That could be a drill. That could be any. That oh man, it's just stop, guys. It's over. It's over. Um, we'll get into that in in, in just a minute because I want to get this out of the way. Uh, cocaine rim jobs is pure uncut hopium. Great awakening. Dot win. Oh my god, that. Well, maybe we found our first uh, first adventure of the evening. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, it's glorious. 
Oh, no, man. X-22 report. That guy lost his marbles a long time ago. That guy's been saying the skies is falling now for like 10 years. Every day is the end of the world with that guy. Um, Jeez. This is a this is crazy. The Great Awakening dot win. It's basically a Reddit thread for uh, uh, all the, <laughs> for the now banned. Uh, look at this. Oh, no. Border crisis Biden has created. Uh-huh. Cooming, doing more Q. Q. What is this? Why is how many? Does it show how many people are in here? Oh Lord. Oh no. <laughs> Why Q? Those who cannot understand that we cannot simply start arresting without ensuring safety and well-being of the population, sifting through the narrative, removing those in D.C. through resignation and just trust the plan. It takes time. It takes an entire term of a president. To do nothing, hire criminals like like John Bolton, Steve Mnuchin, Kushner, you know, Giuliani. Uh, you know, bend over back, give tons of money to arms companies. <laughs> and then when the, when the country's stolen out in front of you, in front of everyone that's paying attention, the, the election shenanigans happen. What you want to do then is go golfing and then just let it happen and let it be taken over. And so the country can endure several years at least, you know, and I don't know how much longer Biden's going to be in there before um, Kamala takes him out. <laughs> you know, we'll just destroy America because that, that makes sense. You, first, you got to destroy America to save it, obviously. <laughs> X-22 for the fun is a fairy tale. He used to stick to economic stuff, you know, what he knew about, and then he switched to a Q, you know what I mean? A lot of people did that. They, they did what they were doing, and then they fell into the Q hole, and then it was all over but the crying. And now, what are you going to do? So, um, that's, you know, it's about that time. Coming in for the listener request, listener request line to Bigot 104.4 FM Rage Radio. Join me in a wonderful adventure of uh, madness for the next three hours ish. Ragecast 106. Upload replay will be on Rumble. Audio on Podbean, Spotify, whatever. Uh, you know. You know how it is. Cheers, guys. What the hell's going on around here? I think maybe the QAnon people may have been brought down. You can't bring me down. Suicidal tendencies. I haven't heard them in a long, long time. Somebody sent that in. He's like, you should play this. I'm like, I should. That is a good one. I haven't heard that in forever. I haven't heard it in forever. Everything's going to be fine. The country's not run by psycho. You know what I mean? This is, uh, this is the United States now. <laughs> this is who's in charge. In order to open these doors, we do not say open Sesame. We say open Biden. That's our magic word. Open Biden. I love it. In order to what? open these doors, we do not say open Sesame. We say open Biden. That's our magic oh. word. <laughs> open Biden. I love it.
Like, why even? Is there anything left to save? <laughs> like, just let it burn. It's over. It's over. This gap can't be bridged. America, I mean, it's just as bad in Canada. There's no, you know, you can't, you can't coexist with these people. It's madness. QAnon believers claim Trump's March 4th inauguration is a false flag trap. You know, it's a deep state trap. Now, it, it never ends these people. Like, they're, they're, they seem completely oblivious to the fact that it's been years of this. There's been years of like, oh, it's a big day. Oh, it, you're going to see some oh, fireworks and watch the show. And you're going to, oh, man. Uh, nothing has happened except you've been uh, distracted and, um, you know, pacified into a state where you're sitting at home watching a reality show. That's what you're doing. You're watching Q, the reality TV show, from your couch instead of doing anything. That entire portion of the population that could have been mobilized in some kind of effective patriot movement, like the Tea Party, which was co-opted and taken down, could have done anything. But what they did instead was share memes and stay on the couch and watch the show and, you know, put a family-sized bag of Cheetos in their mouths instead. And, you know, go to Trump rallies and hold giant Q signs. Like, like this isn't... Dude, is it, if George Washington was here, do you think this is what he'd be doing? Trust the plan. Just stay home. Don't worry. Batman's going to come and fix everything for you. Believers are now claiming, yeah, whatever. Latest twist comes as conspiracy theorists regroup after months of failed prophecies, which predicted everything from mass executions of celebrities to a military. Remember when COVID, the COVID lockdown was a cover for the mass arrests and all that? Stop. I mean, I can't believe anybody listens to this. It stopped. It stopped being credible. Like it was never very credible. And it stopped being even remotely within the realm of consideration three years ago, like, or maybe two or three, like away, you know, shortly after it, 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 you know, revealed itself. Oh man. There's a lot of wild stuff here. Cult-like beliefs spawned out of similar viral conspiracy theories. <laughs> Central anonymous figure of the theory who was claimed to be a high ranking government official inside the Trump administration. It's military intelligence. Someone's running a counterintelligence operation on you. And they've pacified you, and you've been com you're completely brainwashed. And uh, all those people, mil there's probably millions of people that are following this. They could all be doing something much more productive had someone uh, that is not a scumbag and, and not working for the enemy, um, you know, rallied these people around things that are true and things they could actually do something about. Uh, this could have been a very dangerous problem. So obviously, they're going to want to control that portion of society. They're not going to let these people just run around. You know, because that could be a problem. It gets managed. You manage them. And you, at the bare minimum, you make sure they don't do any damage, like neutral at best. If possible, you want to make them destroy themselves and advance your own agenda, if possible. Like trying to get them to attack the Capitol building or, or do something ridiculous so you can turn the rest of the country against them. And justify, you know, the mass arrests and these kinds of things, which is what they're going to do. Oh, 300,000 sealed indictments. Do you know whose names are on those indictments? Probably. Probably yours, QAnon people. Probably um, those people is who's on there. You think Nancy Pelosi's going to jail? When is there? Is, is Clinton? Anything? No, they're not going anywhere. They run this fucking place. All right? Clearly. They clearly do. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, that's been a conspiracy theory for a while that there's going to be a false flag event blaming, you know, Patriot uh, militia type people, somebody to justify the roundup and, you know, dismantling of the, the American militias entirely. They'll make them illegal, possibly a Tekken amendment grab and that kind of thing. That's possible. Uh, cause that's, it would work, you know, probably. And that's my move. It's risky cause it could end up, uh, could go real bad if you do it wrong, but they're they're better positioned to do that now than any any other time in history. So you know, I'd keep an eye on it. I wouldn't be. Uh, I oh, it's uh, you know, 
It sucks. Hopefully nobody's stupid enough to do something like that. But uh, you never know. That would be easier. That would be what they prefer, wouldn't it? They'd love that if somebody did something that silly. Oh, man. Meanwhile, this is what I was talking about earlier. CNN says Americans should mask up and social distance every winter to beat the flu. Well, there is no flu. It's gone. Dr. Paul Offit, we heard from the Nova Scotia uh, health official there, Dr. Robert Strang, you know, through his breathing and wheezing because he's an obese old fat guy, that there is no flu anymore. He's worked here for 20 years. He's never seen it before. There's just no flu. That's great. And he said if you have symptoms, flu-like symptoms, you probably have COVID. So that <laughs> if we wear masks and social distance every winter, we'll see a dramatic reduction of in the flu, which usually causes hundreds of thousands of hospitalizations and tens of thousands. The same amount of people have died this year as they do every year, more or less. It's in every country, in the U.K. and Australia. They took the bread out of one bag and they put it in another one. That's, and they're getting paid a lot of money to do it. Um, there's some pretty sketchy stuff coming out here. Uh, checking in from Kelowna, BC. Hi, how are you, BC? Apparently, there's a lot of people that listen to this. If the uh, podcast asks are to be believed, a lot of the people that listen to this in Canada are from BC, way more than I anticipated. More than Alberta, if you can believe that. What's going on, Alberta? Saskatchewan? What are you doing? BC is kicking your... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Not my uh, not my place to say. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on in this chat right now. But... There is a fracturing of the mask COVID narrative, if you haven't noticed. Uh, I think we talked about this last time, but I want to show you again. Or did I delete it? I may have gotten rid of the picture. Um, well, basically, the, the countries of Dagalon, uh, or the, 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 the individual states and provinces. Um, most of these, uh, Texas, Florida, a lot of these southern states, I think uh, North and South Dakota, Idaho, perhaps Montana, uh, a few of these other ones in here. They are um, not not doing the the mask mandates or the lockdown or they're just not doing it anymore. They don't care. Some of them haven't done it at all. Florida's been wide open for months. You know, more or less. It's like you don't have to do any of this shit. Um, You know, (laughs) Alberta and Saskatchewan are talking about doing the same thing. Um, And I predict like there's going to be two kinds of people. There's going to be people that go, finally, I'm done with this shit. Like, I I don't I'm done playing. I don't care. And then there's going to be the other ones that just double down entirely. And uh, it's more important. They don't care if it's, they don't care about anything. All they care about is that you're wrong and they're right. And they will do anything to maintain that. They'll do anything. doesn't matter how blatantly obvious, how insane, what lengths they need to go to. Um, they're they're going to, uh, because you're the enemy. You're the bad guy. Everything about you. There's nothing you can do to appease them. There's nothing you can ever do. And uh, I'm going to show you exactly what I mean. Gavin, is it Gavin? Is that his first name? Newsom urges double masking for all Californians will not make the terrible mistake like Texas. So Texas is like, yeah, we're done. I'm not doing this. And a lot of people are singing the praises of the guy. Abbott, I think, is the governor's name down there. Uh, don't don't say th- uh, David Knight said this. I'm not going to say thank you for a tyrant taking his boot off my neck. Uh, this should never have happened in the first place. And now that he's like finally seeing sense, doesn't mean doesn't make him a hero and a good guy. This never should have happened in the first place. But however, um, some people are or they're done with this. We're just not fucking doing it anymore. Sweden never locked down at all. You know, the lockdown in the UK was so powerful and so effective that, that it eliminated coronavirus in Sweden. That's I mean that's something else. 
Uh, and, you know, California, because Texas did did it this way, they're going to double down and do the opposite. And I predict the same thing will happen in Canada. Um, the, the Western provinces are going to are going to kibosh this stuff pretty soon, if not, you know, next week. And they're just going to say, you screw it. I, you know, it's over. Um, Kate, Kenny's under a lot of pressure to do that. Scott Moe in Saskatchewan looks like he's done with it. And and uh, on the opposite, on the East Coast, I bet they'll lock down even harder. I bet they. I wouldn't be surprised if they say if you you can't travel here from those provinces then because now they're a health risk and this is going to further drive the country apart and against each other. Same in the United States. There's going to be the you know the pro COVID states versus the anti you know, and uh, that's that's one of the main that's going to be one of the main uh, drawing lines. And then you've got all the racism crap. But but look at this you know, doubling down on mask wearing. Says Gavin Newsom on Thursday, not arguing to follow the example of Texas and other states that I think are making a terrible mistake. Encouraging people basically to double down on mask wearing, particularly in light of what I would argue is the bad information coming from at least four states in the country. We'll not be walking down their path. We're mindful of your health and your future. Yeah, I bet. Sure. Double masking is an effective way to improve fit and filtration. A close-fitting cloth mask can be worn on top of a surgical disposable mask. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, man. He will claim, of course, he's just following the science, but uh, AIER's Paul Alexander detailed at length why the CDC's mask mandate is study is fault-ridden. Everybody knows that. I mean, I'm not going to beat a dead horse over this, but the point is, um, you know, you can you can see it. It's right here. Leftists vow to continue wearing masks despite even the people in Texas. There are people that love it. They like it. They're never going to stop. They want to wear the mask. They're you. They. It's a cult. They're, they're brainwashed, and you'll never you'll never get them out. Um, you could stop all this right now, and years from now, there'll still be people walking around with masks on, convinced that any minute now, everyone's going to be dead because of COVID. They're doing it in Texas. Um, we're not that different, guys. Texas, anywhere in the world. If they're doing it there, they're going to do it here. You can lift all these restrictions in Ontario. There's going to be tons of people. Businesses will still say, no, we require masks. We want COVID uh, proof of vaccination. All that. You've, you've, you've driven a... Um, dagger right through the heart of society now and everybody's on one side or they're on the other and there's no room in between either neither side will tolerate the other and it's not you know not not about personal freedom or choice anymore it's you will comply and you will do what we want or fuck you well, um you know we hope you die and we'll take your business and we'll destroy it. it's crazy it's uh there's so many reasons why this is going to end bad <laughs> Never mind. You got the racial stuff and the COVID stuff, and never mind the financial crisis we're going into. I got some stuff about that later. You should be we're still wearing masks until nobody needs them anymore. Nobody need almost no one needed them in the first place. Um, numerous Twitter users responded to Greg Abbott. Of course they did. It's going to allow businesses to open 100% eight state and statewide mask mandate by vowing to you know you don't have to if again if you want to wear it go ahead but you can't force other people to do it and. Um, if you're scared, you stay home. If if you're if you're a punk bitch and you're scared of getting the flu, if you're scared of being minorly ill or having no symptoms at all, and going <coughs> for a couple days, uh, then stay home forever. Then don't have a life. You don't get to take that away from everybody else. All right. Period. Um, that's just the basis of, of of life in Western civilization. I know you guys are really hell bent on destroying that, but um, I'm not just gonna let you do that. Like I. I don't care what you say um, or do. You can't compel me to do it. And if you try to compel me by force to do it, I will use force plus one in response. You know, you put your hands on me, I'm going to kick you right in the head. Crescent kick right in the goddamn dome. Wa-bang!
<laughs> not gonna happen dear fellow texans please ignore this man oh do what the state says right unless the state says something you don't like they you know do as we say not as we do that's just how it works Nova Scotia Gray Man, how you doing, man? Strang said today he'll assess the situation in June. In June! In June. Fuck me. It's confirmed for me that there's no intention to end this BS. No, there's not. He doesn't want to. They like it. They're getting paid tons of money. And I think there I think there's financial incentives for them to continue doing this. I think people are paying them. Um, because it doesn't make no one is this stupid. Um well, I mean, they are, but uh someone got caught. Uh, Davila in Toronto got caught shilling for money to the companies. Lika One Eye says, dude, masks are great. You get completely sanctioned anonymity in real life. Maybe I'll go to the bank, make a withdrawal with my mask on. <laughs> he doesn't give a damn whether you live or die. He's concerned with profits. Yeah, because people <laughs> having a having an economy. I saw some idiot, uh, some fat whore's Twitter page, and it said... Um, E uh, empathy over economy. Empathy over economy. So do you want everyone to starve and die? How em how empathetic is that? Uh, no, we do need an economy. You do need jobs, and people need to be able to make money to feed themselves. They need to be productive and, and have something to do. Otherwise, they, they end up dead real fast. So shut up. Shut the fuck up forever. Forever and ever. Amen. Praise be. <laughs> Either way, I'll still be bearing wine. Still be wearing mine. Is your as is your right. Don't care. This is exactly what this should do. Whatever you want. Nobody has to do anything though. You get sick, it's on you. You don't. It, whatever. You know, like how it used to be before this. Uh, I know that people have apparently the memory of a goddamn fucking goldfish. But before this, uh, if you got sick, you were just sick, and it was like, well, then I don't know. Go to the hospital. Um, <laughs> it's a nightmare. Here's who I was talking about here. Dr. Eileen Davila's husband has financial relationships with major vaccine manufacturers. Is this a conflict of interest? Diverge Media? Thank you for bringing that up. That's a great question. Uh, someone should ask that. From June 12 to 13, there was an event held titled the CV Update 2020, the CV referring to cardiovascular, although Dr. Eileen Davila's husband's name is scrubbed from the agenda of the symposium. You can still find Dr. Richard Choi mentioned in the PDF from the event. The PDF is now circulating its way around the web, and even a video can be found on the event's website, which is what everyone up in arms, though, is Dr. Eileen Davila's husband declared financial relationships. That's interesting. In the symposium speaker's disclosure section of the event, Richard Choi has the following listed. Relationships with financial interests. Oh. AstraZeneca. Bayer. Oh, really? Pfizer. <laughs> Interesting. Where, did they, where have I heard these before? Really? Hmm. Hmm. Although, based on the current knowledge we have, it would be impossible to say for sure that this is a conflict of interest, but it looks bad. Not a good look when you're locked down, when you lock down your city, when you don't, have to, and your husband has financial interests with AstraZeneca and Pfizer. The point is we don't know what those financial relationships look like, but consulting fees and even research support were declared. Hmm. Dr. Choi's name is off the event website. But why? Oh, who knows? Who could possibly know? You don't think. Doctors are doctors are all amazing people. They're impervious to moral uh, corruption. They would never do anything immoral ever. Never. You know, Dr. Mengele, Joseph Mengele was a doctor, was he not? Again, you can never criticize a doctor. No doctors ever. Uh, they're all without... Qu oh, unless you're this kind of doctor. <laughs> unless your name is uh, Dr. Kulvinder Gill. 
Uh, regulators cautioned the Ontario doctor for irresponsible tweets about COVID-19. Guess what she did? She didn't toe the line, and she has a different opinion on what's going on, so she's been punished. That's how it works. If you push the big pharma government narrative, you get rewarded, you get promotions, you get uh, more money, and if you challenge it, you get punished and destroyed. Now, does that sound like an open, fair society to you? Does this sound like there's any kind of debate or science going on? Sounds an awful lot like a pretty one-sided browbeating to me. Dr. Gil Kulvinder, sounds like an Indian name, was issued three cautions for inappropriate, unprofessional statements. Mm -hmm. Brampton doctor had claimed there was absolutely no medical or scientific reason for this prolonged, harmful, or and illogical lockdown. A lot of doctors agree with her, especially the Great Barrington Declaration. There's a, dozen, a couple dozen doctors on there that... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're all wrong and insane. That's all that matters. This is an insane asylum. We just come here to feel better. Just let us talk about whatever we want because we're all crazy and it doesn't matter. Nothing we say matters, right? So just ignore us. She also had written that uh, we don't need a vaccine and shared a tweet claiming that uh, contact tracing, testing, and isolation were ineffective, naive, and counterproductive against COVID-19. I would agree, but again, I'm also insane. You know, what kind of doctor is disagreeing with the TV? A caution arises where the committee is concerned about an aspect of a physician's practice or professionalism. It's meant to protect the public. If any subsequent concerns arise with respect to physician's practice or contact or professionalism, that history is available to the college to consider. Maybe she'll lose her medical license. Wouldn't that be interesting? Her statement does not align with the information coming from public health, and moreover, it is not accurate. Oh, okay, robot people. She stated unequivocally and without providing any evidence that there is no medical or scientific reason for the lockdown. Oh. Well, you know what? That's funny. Uh, we actually asked uh, Miss Davila. Uh, I think she was asked just the other day what her data was. What, where, where's your scientific uh, evidence for the lockdown? And she said, we're keeping Canadians safe. She doesn't have any data. She has no evidence. She has nothing to show you except her opinion, which is fine, unless it's the wrong one. It's like it's the wrong one. You can't have that. Gill is the co-founder of the advocacy group Concerned Ontario Doctors. Her Twitter account has more than 56,000 followers. She cannot be reached for comment. Doesn't want to talk to the media. Wonder why? Because you lie constantly. All you do is hit pieces. Oh, look, there's Freeland. Mum on whether normalcy to return at the end of the year. Yeah, it's never coming back. Not as long as these people are in charge. No, hell no. Not going to happen. Um, oh, God. What a nightmare, that poor woman. Well, her life is probably over. You know, she said the wrong thing, and that's going to be the end of her. And now we've got uh, this fucking crap. What is the Excelsior Pass? How New York's COVID app will be a passport for attending events. That's a conspiracy theory that will never happen. That's crazy. No one would ever do that. Oh, wait, if you're living in New York, it already did happen. It's on your phone. There's a barcode. What did I say? There'll be a license. I said there'll be something on your phone or a license. They're going to give you something. Um, want to attend a concert, sports game, or another large event in New York State? There's an app for that. Government Governor Andrew Cuomo, who refuses to step down, by the way, amid many allegations of sexual assault. He's like, no, fuck you, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, you got it. People like that, you got to haul out by the shirt collar, man. Uh, a pilot program for the Excelsior Pass developed in partnership with IBM. <laughs> Spotless fucking record of moral activity, IBM there. That will work as a passport for attending events in the COVID-19 era, which is forever now. Similar to a mobile airline boarding pass, users can carry their negative coronavirus test results or their vaccine status 
for entering a venue or business that requires the information which can be printed out or stored on their smartphone using the encrypted wallet app. That sounds delightful. I cannot wait. Each pass will have a secure QR code which venues will scan using a companion app. Yeah, I don't need to go to any of these things. Um, you know how much I go to concerts and sports games? Never because I'm poor. Because I'm a white person. That middle class white guy. I'm My back is broken in taxes and fees. Uh, there's no work. Like nobody, you know, fuck. You think I'm going to. The state successfully tested the new confirmation system at a Brooklyn Nets basketball game. Which I will never be going to. I'm never going to a fucking NHL or an NBA game or anything like that. There's, how can you even go if COVID? You can't have 10 people in your house, but you can go to a fucking Brooklyn Nets game? That's bizarre. That doesn't make any sense. New York Rangers hockey game, Madison Square Garden on March 2nd. The results of the pilot program will be used to make improvements or adjustments. Yeah, it's... Well, it's only New York. Yeah, they're just rolling it out in the biggest city in America. L.A. next, maybe. And again, you'll have the pro-psycho states and the ones that are not so much. CRJ says a profession tends towards sociopathy, disproportionately like CEOs, etc. You mean uh, the healthcare? Maybe. I don't know. Cam is key. says Victoria, Australia just extended the emergency orders till December. So next year, BC, bigot central. I did. Yeah, I did not know there was this many uh, racist people in BC. Good for you guys. <laughs> December. Oh, man. And, you know, and the Israelis are doing this, and there's a lot of people. Somebody sent me a message. Where is it? Let me think in my head. Maybe I'll, I'll, think, maybe I'll remember where it is while I, while, while I read this horrifying story. The Freedom Bracelet. The, it's literally called a Freedom Bracelet. Not about, and, and again, if you'll notice, when people talk about getting the vaccine, it's 0% of the time because they're afraid of coronavirus. Absolutely no one cares or is worried about getting corona almost no one they say i want to travel i want to go to a you know a concert i want to go to work i want to go here and there oh so you're asking permission from the government to get your life back and all you have to do is take their cocktail in a needle i mean i can't you know i can only say it's so much and and so much time. if that's what you want to do go ahead but I, you won't have any sympathy for me at all I don't have the time. This is definitely not freedom. Steve Watson published this for Summit News. Israel has rolled out with what is calling a freedom bracelet, a tracking device, that will serve as an alternative to a two-week quarantine for anyone entering the country from abroad. Oh, good. See, you don't have to quarantine. You just get your freedom bracelet. I wonder who pay, who's, who's selling these fucking things. The device, which looks like a smartwatch, is being produced by a company called Supercom. Well, let's go find out who owns Supercom, which has previously worked with the governments of several countries on systems to track monitor prisoners. Oh, so it's literally an ankle bracelet for prisoners, and we're going to use that now. We call it a freedom bracelet because we're not locking anybody up, but rather giving them the opportunity to go home. Uh, you don't give me the opportunity. That's given to me by the fucking fact that I'm alive, that I exist. As the Christians will tell you, my God-given right. I, you, you don't give me freedom. It's just mine inherently. You're trying to take it away from me. And I don't know what kind of twisted universe you live in where you think for some reason you people are the arbiters of what people can and can't do. I don't know when that happened. 
I don't know why you think these things, but there is a 0% chance you will ever change my mind. It is never going to happen. Fuck you. Make me put on your stupid fucking bracelet. It's never going to happen. Never. And it's never going to happen for a large percentage of society. So then what are you going to do? You're going to kill us all? You might try to. That won't go your goddamn way either. These people, man. It's just self. It's it's like they're hell bent on just destroying society. And they'll be tracked by the government if they try to leave their house. Nobody's forced to do it, but for those who are interested in it, it gives them another option. More flexibility. Right. Nobody's ever forced to do anything at first. Give it 10 years. The choices are being locked up for two weeks in a military-administered quarantine hotel or taking the tracking bracelet. Doesn't really sound like freedom, because it's not. Israel's also operating a two-tier society where those who have been vaccinated have a green pass to go wherever they want. What did I say was going to happen? And those who haven't must stay under lockdown. Uh, that exact scenario I said was going to happen probably six months ago or more. And what did everybody... No, that, no, don't be ridiculous. Now it's... Here we go. Here we go. If you think it's going to be any different here, you're crazy. Um, of course it'll be the same here. It's nuts. Oh, you know. I can't see any more of this COVID crap. Yeah. Oh, there's. Oh, yes, there is more. Another thing that I was told I was so wrong about. I don't know anything. I don't know what you're talking about. You're an idiot. You're not a doctor. Well, I know being uh, obese is not good for your health in every single respect that exists, every metric in which you can measure your own health. And, uh, yeah, being obese brings them all down. It's a debuff to everything. Minus 25 to all stats, okay, including survivability of diseases uh, like COVID-19. I actually got in an argument with somebody once on Twitter a while back, and there is no evidence saying that fat people are more. I was like, uh, yes, there is. Yes, there is. There's tons of it. And, you know, here's some more. 88% of COVID deaths occurred in countries where over half the population is overweight. Report by the World Obesity Federation found that 88% of deaths in the first year of the pandemic occurred in countries where over half the population is classified as overweight, which is defined as having a body mass index above 25. Of note, BMI values above 30 considered obese or associated with particularly severe outcomes. Yeah, almost like this is really unhealthy for you. This is not healthy or good or anything that should be pushed, you know, on a fucking magazine. We're feelings and empathy. Fuck your feelings and your empathy. I don't give a shit about your fucking feelings. I don't want people living in my society thinking that, hey, you know, you know I, I'm just going to be a big fat sloth. It's good. Look, she's on a magazine. It's inspiring. Now that child or that person, you know, now they have heart disease and diabetes and all these fucking problems because they were brainwashed into thinking that this isn't a problem. This is fine. This is healthy. No, no, it's good. One of the first things when I first started doing this on the Internet, I was like, I'm just going to go to the Internet and yell about stuff that makes me mad. The uh, what are you guys doing? Are you guys fighting in there? The. Um, Fuck, what was I talking about? The fa- oh, it was called Fatitude. It was a movie by doctors. You know what? I'm just going to show you. The- oh, let's just find it right now. You guys want to see something horrifying? Again, these are doctors, the geniuses that are never wrong. There's doctors in this movie telling you how being ob- obese is, uh, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, it's good for you. Is this the one? Let's see. Fatitude, the full movie. Wow. Um, is this the one? That's a parody. <laughs> I'm going to find the original one. Is this it? Let's see here. It may not be. No, I don't think it is. God damn. Or is it? Characters. Yeah, it sure is. Let's watch this fucking nightmare together. Fire the fat people. 
They're lazy and they're slow and they make me sad to look at. 74 sexual positions and not a single fatty. It's impressive. So you can either be fat and jolly or a skinny bitch. It's up to you. Unless I'm fat, then burn me. She got real fat on me, so I was like, ew. The mainstream culture of society encourages you to be unhealthy and encourages self-destructive uh, negative behavior. At everywhere you look. Everywhere. Everywhere. There, I, I saw one guy who was like, I can't promote my own business, his fitness business. The guy's shredded. He's jacked. He's in great shape. He's like, hey, I can't post pictures of myself on, on social media because it says it hurts people's feelings. Because it, 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 it promotes an unrealistic standard or something for people to... But you can be a big, giant, fat mess, and that's fine. That's not promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. It's in, it's fucking madness, dude. Bye. I, I'm Ross's little sister. Whether it's okay. music it's or TV. To see fat bodies positively portrayed in the Eat media. garbage, do drugs, be drunk. Is conceived as monstrous. Have sex with everybody. Have sex with kids. From a very early age. Monsters and ogres and... People who threaten you and people that you should be afraid of. Because it's not good to be fat. I mean, it's not. I mean, that, this isn't it for debate. This is crazy. I'm trying to find the doctor. There's a doctor in here that's like, oh, no, it's fine. It's good for you. <laughs> that we only see thin white models. And the contradiction of, like, don't eat this, don't eat that, don't eat this, don't eat that, with watch us cook this, watch us do that, watch the new restaurant show, watch the new cooking show, watch the new food, 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 food. I... Turn it off then. T turn turn it the fuck off. You're not. Are you? Oh. The food thing is intense, man. But they always show the headless bodies. Yeah, you clearly have that. And they're problem. saying, "Are you telling me that this person is healthy?" And I said, "Well, you don't know. You cannot know any more than endocrinology and metabolism." MD Diane Bud. Okay. Looking at someone with a BMI of 19, whether they've got cancer or whether they're healthy, you can't know. Obesity is a is a okay. massive epidemic. Fat people. Yes, it is. Are not an epidemic. You can't catch fat. First Lady Michelle Obama set out three years ago to fight childhood obesity. We want to yeah, eliminate work, did this it? problem of childhood obesity in a generation. And of course, all the fat kids here, when it's the fight against obesity, that they're trying to get rid of Body us. Body positive. There is a difference between... I You're encouraging and telling people it's okay to be incredibly unhealthy and like this. This is fine. It's not fine. You're It's significantly higher risk of many, many uh, health problems. Diabetes, heart disease, stroke, uh, sleep apnea. Jeez, what else? Cancer, many different kinds of cancers. Heart attack, cardiac events, stress on the lungs and organs, your bones, uh, arthritis. Fuck. I mean, there's so much. ...to attain, and in times when it was difficult for people to gain weight, fat became the value body among upper classes. In this time when, you know, thinner bodies are more difficult to maintain... Um, and more Not valuable, really. they become much more. She's literally anorexic. These both these women look anorexic. Or the currency and the word fat. I just think it should be illegal to call somebody fat. <laughs> should be illegal to to. Well, what would you? What word would you use? Rotund, grotesque, um, portly. What words are we allowed to use? Because I'm just going to use that word, and it means the same thing. I'm observing your physical state, and I'm going, yeah, that's that person is too big. 
<laughs> you know, but no, that word will be, you're just not allowed to address it. We, no, we only encourage negative behavior. You're so beautiful at 500 pounds. My kneecap snapped in half. Yeah, that'll happen. But don't let the haters get you down. Be positive. Be positive about the fact you have type 2 diabetes and heart disease. There's nothing negative in the word fat unless we put it there. Oh. We're using the language of fat, but make no mistake. we're And every single one of them is fat. There's no, there's almost no one in here that's like, oh, there's no, there's nothing wrong with it at all. <laughs> all the world's greatest athletes were, uh, you know, fat, you know. That. Talking about gender, we're talking about race, and we're talking about class. This is for all the fat girls! It's really powerful to give the solution. Well, one two's on woman is sick of the fashion industry sending the message that you have to fit into a certain size to fit in. I think uh. it's really powerful to put out into the world what you want to see more of, but it's also really powerful. The to militant look baker. Why don't you get a militant diet? Like you're encouraging young people that this is okay. You're why don't you just have a why don't why don't we have a drug positivity show? I'm gonna make a documentary. Anybody want to volunteer? Philip, do you want to quarterback this? We're gonna have we're gonna make a documentary where everybody's addicted to drugs, you know, cocaine, crack, heroin, pills, pills are very popular, that kind of stuff. And just because someone has a drug addiction doesn't mean they're not healthy. It's, I mean, drug positivity is a thing, and I'm tired of the, the negative stereotypes being associated with people that are addicted to crack cocaine. It's outright, you know, that would probably work. I mean, in this fucking day, everything that's good for you is bad, and everything bad for you is good now. Increased risk of hospitalization, ICU admissions, the need for mechanically assisted ventilation. Yeah, in the UK, overweight COVID-19 patients were 67% more likely to require intensive care because your body's a mess. It's not strong. It's not healthy. It's it's weak and dying. So anything else is going to impact you that much worse. Um, obesity is a global pandemic in its own right. President John F. Kennedy said when well, while he was alive before uh, somebody shot him in the face that um, that was one of America's biggest problems. Like, who is going to staff the military, the, the first responders, the police, the, you know, our health care? Like, if everybody keeps getting fat, we, like, there's a lot of jobs that we have in the war, in our society that require a certain level of physical, of physicality, of physical robust, you know. And uh, if everybody's fat, no one can do it. They're low, they've already lowered the uh, policing physical fitness standards. The military has been lowered. Everything's getting easier to do because everybody's fat and nobody wants to just tell them, ah, you're too fat. Like, well, that's rude. You can't. We're so fucking sensitive. Yeah, they are Circulonians. This is such a Cirque thing to do. You know, they, they love fatitude and Circulon. Everybody over there is everybody's huge. They're all huge and they're disgusting. <laughs> you know? I'm not trying to be mean, man, but. If somebody had a drug addiction, like, they're not doing anybody any favors by telling them the extremely unhealthy, self-damaging thing they're doing is good for them. Um, if some young kid was cutting themselves all the time, would you be like, oh, that's good for you? You you do you. However you want to express yourself is how, how you should. No, you'd probably say, stop that. That's very bad for you. I would hope you would say that. It's insane. Lico One-Eye says, I'm, I completely support all females of color police force. <laughs> Full draw scarfs has stepped out. Not sure if you mentioned this. Anal swabs mandatory for international travelers in China. Bet you True Hope will do this too. Yeah, we, um, I, not today, but I think last time, the time before. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's funny. 
China's got a good sense of humor. They're having a great time trolling everybody. Starshine Girl. Hi, how are you? New person. Lady Boomer representing here. I found you on Red Ice. Absolutely enjoy you and your show. May I ask your opinion of the new Federation Party of Canada? Never heard of them, so I don't have one. Wishing you all the best. Thank you very much. I've never heard of that. The new Federation Party of Canada. There's probably all kinds of small little... Prepare for that. There's going to be a lot of these coming up. After this next election, when, when Trudeau wins a majority or minority, he may not win a majority, but he's going to win for sure. There's absolutely no way he loses. Um, but, I mean, I've been wrong before, but I don't... <laughs> Aaron O'Toole pulls a rabbit out of the hat. I don't I don't see it happening. I mean, they've imported tons and tons of voters. Um, it was a la- it was really it was almost impossible to beat them last time with Andrew Shearer, who was much more likable, much more sane, much more based, still not very good. But and then they they replaced him with a worse version, a milk toast, vanilla, lazy, sleepy, tired. Looks like he's just excited to be at the podium. Aaron O'Toole. That's what my dad said. He's like, he just looks like he's happy to be there. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to get to talk now. Oh, I'm important. Oh, geez. This so- That's pretty much the impression I get from him, too. Um, he's he's oblivious. He's an oaf. He's a fool. Uh, CRJ says, fat people hate is a big channel on Telegram. Meme goldmine. <laughs> you know what? I've had a problem with it for, because how much of our tax money goes into this? Because especially in Canada, we have socialized health care where we all have to pay taxes for everybody's health you know, problems. And uh, mo- this is self-inflicted. You want it? Well, if you if you don't follow the COVID, you don't care about COVID. You don't you don't get to have health care anymore. Okay, fine. Let's do that. If your if your BMI is too high, you don't get health care either. You did that to yourself. You chose you chose to be uh, you know unhealthy. So that that doesn't make sense. If there's a healthy person in lineup waiting for medical attention, you should have to go behind them just by virtue of whatever your problem is. You probably fucking did it to yourself. It's not you know why should I have to pay for your uh, pay for your problems and how many of those pe- millions of people you know again with all these you know cardiac problems health, heart problems health problems bone problems sleep um that's eating up a lot of time and resources out of our medical system which is already very very fucking expensive by people that just can't be fucking bothered they just can't be bothered because you know we've got all these magazines and celebrities teaching them that no oh, it's good it's good kids be no 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 you're just fat because that's the way you are it has nothing to do with your horrifyingly bad you know uh, eating habits or lack of activity Eat less, move more. It's not that complicated. Anyway, talk with Emily Martz. Makes me upset. Makes me mad. What do I want to go? What was I even talking about? Oh, yeah, the COVID stuff, right? Close this, close that. I got so many windows open. Healthy at any size, bigots. Well, yeah, no, I reject that. It's not true. <laughs> oh, gross liquid gal. That's a gross twist. <laughs> Oh, what's going on, everybody? Entropystream.live slash Rage Disney. You can go there and uh, send me a message over there, and I'll get it. Um, I don't know how the chat's working for everybody, but also the website uh, up there on the top. It's up there somewhere. In yellow. Uh, Go there and sign uh, sign up for the mailing list, and you can get updates. I'm fast approaching fighting with... I mean, again, I'm trying to encourage people to not be unhealthy. I would rather you be healthy and, and, you know... You don't have to. You don't have to look like fucking. Uh, you know, you don't get to get jacked and shredded as shit. But I mean, come on, make an effort. You know, there's really no reason to be that gr- grotesquely huge. There's none. Um, it's just laziness. Um, Yasika, hello, how are you? Thank you for that. That's very nice of you. A, a wise person once said, "One man, one vote, one chin." <laughs> that person was evidence violates TOS. <laughs> That's the, that's another unofficial Dagalon slogan. Very well done. Sergeant Bear says, hey, fat people, there's a way to eat six meals a day. It's called also go to the gym. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's other food groups besides cheese 
Uh, Pumpkin Launcher says, look at this horrific shit. Do I even want to? I think, uh, yes, I did. I, I have that one uh, saved for uh, for earlier. I, I don't know if you DM'd it to me or what, but I, I do have that. That's pretty ridiculous. Get fit and you can eat whatever you like within reason, of course. You can, yeah, I mean, dude, I eat chocolate cakes and cheeseburgers and pizza. I had pizza for supper today, you know, but I also, I'm not late. I'm a couple of weeks I haven't been doing my, but I also, you know, try to stay active and, you know, do something. You can't just sit around all day. And if you notice yourself, man, I've put on 10 pounds, 20 pounds. You didn't just go to sleep and one day you woke up, oh, my God, I'm 400 pounds. What happened? I shouldn't have had that candy bar. No, it happens over time, and you failed to do anything about it. You noticed it getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, and you're still not doing anything about it. It's wild. I don't know. Oh, where do I want to go now? What do I want to do? How many people are over there? Man, there's a lot of people in Trovo today. Uh, two, 300 people over there, 70, 80 people over there, 160 people over there. It's hard to keep track of all these. Yeah. Tintarian says, I feel like I've been carrying a full ruck everywhere and I dropped it. feels odd. It makes a huge difference. This is as big as I've ever, well, not quite. I was up to like 205 at one point. I was a fat 210 and I've been a pretty in shape 205. And, uh, one is much better than the other. I'm probably at 196 right now. Um, you can make a huge, like, geez, I remember when I was like 175, I was way leaner. I used to do a lot more running. It, geez, I can. My running times are way slower. I'm also older. I'm almost 35, you know, versus 25. But uh, near NYC bit. Thank you, man. He says fat shaming Fridays live at the De- <laughs> fat shaming Fridays live at the debris pile at the Bigot Bunker. No kidding. <laughs> I guess. Oh, he's getting really mean now. Ah, uh, what are you gonna do? Feather not dot. Thank you. That is a very generous. Uh, Amount of support. I appreciate that. The tyranny of mediocrity. Yeah. In backward land, this all makes sense. Vaccines that can't be legally called a vaccine, experimental gene therapy shots, that's what it is. And at least 70% of the people that can't wait to line up for them crazy. I don't even think it's that much. I've noticed, um, you know, my dad said this as well, and I tend to agree. The media is trying to frame this narrative that everybody wants the vaccine, but we just don't have enough. We're going to have to line up, and oh man, what a pan. I don't know anybody that wants this. Um,. Not any, no, not no one. Very few, very few people actually are like, oh man, I can't wait. Like it's not working on that many people. Um, at least I would say at least half the population are either like hell fucking no or probably not, and the other half is like maybe if I have to, with twenty five to thirty percent being like, oh, I'm definitely getting it. Uh, it varies from region to region. Pogi Pirate says in the chat there, I had over seventy percent in Nova Scotia. Yeah, probably. Um. But if you go to Alberta, Saskatchewan, it's the opposite. 70, 80% are like, fuck no. No, 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 no. Go down to Texas. Obviously, they're not uh, too concerned. Montana, Idaho, you know, depends on where you go. Um, and it's been this way the whole time. Every The standard has been different everywhere. There's There's been nothing remotely close to a professional level of protection. Pearson International Airport, wide open, no security, no screening, no testing, nothing. Every You know, Flights coming in from China. Remember the flight map I showed you? I don't know how many times. And there's just thousands and thousands. There's 10,000 planes in the air at any time. You can't even see the the map of the ground. There's so many planes flying around. You can't go see your own family, but there's planes coming in from Asia nonstop. A lot of them from China even. You know, where the scary disease fucking came from? You think that'd be the first place you would scratch, you'd scratch that off the list? Yeah, maybe not China. If we're going to ban flights from anywhere, that one would probably be the first place to start. Um, I can't believe they didn't shut down international air travel. They had the guy who was left. Was he a lieutenant colonel? The colonel there, I can't remember his name. Who was the Alberta's? That uh, was his job. He was the emergency preparedness uh, guy to create plans for exactly these types of scenarios. 
if something if this happens, what what do we do? You need to have a plan. Fortunately, I've got one right here. Here's what we already know what to do. They threw that all out and they didn't listen to anything. If there's that's happening, there's an internet, there's a virus going around the world that like, well, obviously the first thing you're gonna do to protect your population is to close the borders. So if it's already here, well, it's here, we'll deal with it then. But if it's not already here, don't let it in. So flights obviously have to stop. We're going to put everybody in these tin cans, 100, you know, two, 300 people in these 737s flying around the world, breathing recirculated air. That's going to be an infection hotbed. If anybody on that plane is sick, they're probably going to infect everybody, right? Because it's super contagious and everything, right? No, no, still play. But you can't drive. You can't drive from place to place, but you can fly. That makes sense, you know. You can't. Uh, you can. You can fly over the U.S. border, but if you drive or you walk, the, the rules don't make sense. None of it makes any sense. Um, and you know, the virus does not get worse at nighttime. It does. It's so stupid. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's uh, it's brutal. The virus didn't come from anywhere. It's not real, says uh, Chuck. Tikanuk. I'm getting tired of saying it. I think it exists, but I think it's. Um... But you know what? Who knows at this point? I think it probably does exist, but um. I think it's about as dangerous as the flu. Um, don't think it's uh, super contagious, considering, um, you know, I've been over the country five times now. <laughs> um, haven't seen anything. I should be. I should be dead. I, you know, I'm not wearing masks. I don't care at all. I'm not. I hang out with whoever I want. You know, as long as they're cool with it, they don't care. I don't care. Mm. I flew through Toronto twice during the height of this, of this nonsense. Mm, weird. Everything's fine. Don't know. You know, got a little sick for a day or two, two days, I think, last year, this time last year. Sick for about two or three days. And I was like, oh, shit, I've got the COVID. Oh, no. And then I was fine. I was like, oh, well, I guess, I mean, you know, it doesn't hit everybody the same. And, all you know, still a year later. But there's no flu anymore either, so that's good. <laughs> long as, as long as we've defeated that roof, that horrifying enemy. Um... I'm going to just test something here because I can't remember if I've sorted this out or not. If I go mute for a second, it's because I'm fucking with something I shouldn't be doing. Um, <laughs> let's see if it works. I wanted to work. I thought I, I thought I sorted this out the other night after uh, you guys, <laughs> after this stream, I almost said after you guys went to bed, <laughs> like you're my children. <laughs> I'll deal with it afterwards, you know? Nope. Nope. There we go. What the fuck? Man, this is pissing me off. I'm going to have to deal with this some other time. That's really irritating. Um, what are you going to do? Fuck's sakes. You can't uh, stop updating things. Here's another thing for all these, you know, the tinkerers. Tinkerers really irritate me. You have an app that works great. Everything works great. And then you're like, hey, what if I did this? And then it gets fucked. 
it was it was fine the way it was. Now it doesn't work anymore because you had to fuck around. You know, they fuck around with the websites, they fuck around with this, they fuck around with that, and it just makes more of a mess. Tinkerers annoy me. Inventors cool. Tinkerers not so much. It's annoying. Um let's see here. What was I just doing? Candace Owens. Oh, the quality. I guess we could talk about that now. <laughs> oh, it's hard not to just power drink. Oh, man. There's so much here. I don't even know where to start. I'm, I'm not kidding. Where do you, I mean, <laughs> YouTube and eBay, both of those things you can't go on. No tinkerers in Dagalons. This can't lives matter. I turned updates off years ago, but 1300. But yeah, my phone is fine. It was just an app I was using. Uh, it was kind of like I had like some sound effects and stuff in it. Can't use it now. I gotta I gotta wait till this is over and then fuck with it for several hours so it works for a couple days and then it gets tinkered with again and then you gotta update and sign in and verify and re-verify and log in and then give them a passcode and then a number on your phone and then the, give them the code from the phone to log in and verify and re-register and oh my god, never mind, Jesus Christ, you know. Been on the internet since like 1995. It's been it's more annoying now than it's ever been. Um, <laughs> I heard tinkerers are fat. Could be. Uh, anyway, what are we doing? Uh, this is just a nightmare. Bunch of shit on zero hedge. I guess we'll go to the stuff that's really making me mad. Is this two the same? Sure is. That's good. The um, God, it's already this hour. It's already been an hour. Look at that. We're flying by. Uh, Karen Conser, thank you, sir. He says, if a super healthy 33-year-old uh, soccer mom died of COVID, they would promote her name like George Floyd. Yeah, I mean, they would, but it just never seems to happen. I see, I've seen quite a few young, healthy people die of adverse effects that never seems to get talked about or, you know, spread around. It's always the family, oh, they went and they got their COVID shot and then they died two days later, four days later, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, again, you were definitely going to survive the virus, but you chose for the, you know, the gene therapy. And it turns out screwing with your DNA isn't a good idea. Who could imagine? Who would have figured that? Um. Okay, this is this is as good a place to go as any. Uh, Google sent me a code, accepted it, then said we can't confirm your identity. I know it's a it's a fucking nightmare. Uh, Smokey, I don't. If you can't hear anything, that's on you. Everybody else can hear everything. I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, did you, is it muted? Have you checked the volume uh, box? I don't know. Crisby says, honestly, Mr. Beer Chugs, if you're on the wagon, I'll send you a pallet of Bud Prohibition. <laughs> no. I don't miss it. It's uh, it's not good for you. Uh, and I'm going to get poisoned again. Somebody's going to poison me. They're going to use it to get it. And they're gonna, I'm not that paranoid. I'm just kidding. Uh, Canadian trust in journalism is wavering. You can't imagine why. Here's what CBC News is doing about it. Have you tried not lying? <laughs> Derek had that. On a, I saw that on his, uh, on, I think it was on his Twitter page. Have you tried not lying? People typically respond better when you don't just make shit up. Uh, you know. Uh, survey found 49% of Canadians think journalists are purposely trying to mislead. <laughs> so half the country thinks you're full of shit. Fake news and misinformation is a real problem. Yeah, and you know what? Most people seem to think that, that, that it's you, CBC, that you're the problem. Maybe uh, maybe you should look into that. Maybe you should look into that. 
While CBC generally does quite well on a list of most trusted companies in Canada, according to CBC, CBC's defending itself, saying how great they are, there's no question that faith in journalism around the world is fragile and wavering. Good. Burn it down. What happens to a country when it cannot agree on facts and truth and trust the institutions responsible for delivering them? We don't have to look far to see how easily a civil society can seemingly begin to unravel. <laughs> seemingly civil. It was. Um, and then you guys ruined it. The media did. You guys did exactly that with your constant uh, racial division attacks, your constant polarization of left versus right. You're, you did this. You're entirely responsible. Because people can say these things, and you, you're the ones that decide if you're going to push this or not, and you did. And, you, and now it's resulted in uh, probably civil war is coming someday soon. And that'll be entirely your fault. Uh, in the United States, still reeling from the deadly, the deadly attack on the Capitol. How is it deadly? Who died? Does anybody remember who died? I remember Ashley Babbitt died. Is that who you're talking about? The Air Force veteran that was shot in the neck while she was unarmed? Is that who you mean? Is that what you mean by deadly? Millions of people who wrongly believe the present election was stolen. They wrongly believe. It, they're just wrong? There's no evidence? You're so full of shit. It's important to note more Americans believe it was legitimate contest or not. According to who? NPR. Uh-huh. New report uh, by communications firm Elman suggests Canada's not immune to the tsunami of internet. Just... <sighs> 52% agree that most news organizations are more concerned with supporting an ideology or political position than with informing the public. Because that's true. They're right. Who's to blame? You. What is CBC doing to rebuild its trust in journalism? Get more bailout money from the state so they can further just double down on the propaganda. There, I saved you some time. As always, I trust you will let me know what else we can do by earning and keeping your trust. Brody Fenlon? Okay. I'll let you know. Brody? Is there a fucking... Contact form? <laughs> hmm. Port error or typo? Okay. Uh, no, that's not it. CBC's journalistic practices and stuff. I'm not fucking... You, sometimes you can send them emails and stuff, but uh, not this time. I wouldn't, wouldn't have minded. Brody. What was his name? Brody Fendlin. Yes. And, um... Yeah, Pumpkin Launcher sent this in. This is, this is horrifying. Lika One Eye, I support vaccines for the same reason I support abortion. Man, do whatever you want, but you don't get to force me to do whatever you want. That's not how, that's supposed to be how it works. Windsor Court, Ontario. So this is, this is, this is going to be hard. This guy, dude, if you don't stop complaining, I'm just going to ban you. That's your only warning. Um, judge rules beliefs about COVID-19 a factor in whether a parent can keep the kids safe. So now the judge is ruling, you know. The, the science is settled. There is only one way. And if you don't do our way, we'll take your kids from you. We'll take your kids away. Uh, Judge in Windsor has ruled that a person's vocal disbelief about COVID-19 is a factor in a child custody case. <whistles> ah, that's great. More reasons to leave this country. You know, actually, I'm, I'm going to I'm hoping that the Western Canada just fucking cuts off. It's just it's time. This. You can't save them all, you know. We got to get on the life raft, and that, if that, if that's out, if that's Western Canada, so fucking be it. Because um, you can't. This is this is too much. The damage is done. It'll never be undone. Ontario Supreme uh, Superior Court Justice George W. King denied a Windsor man interim custody of his own children because the man's fervent anti-masking beliefs. And what does that even mean? 
What do you mean his fervent anti-masking beliefs? Is he someone that thinks his, his business shouldn't be closed because other people are afraid? Does he think, is he citing, uh, you know, World Health Organization stats and the CDC admitting, yeah, these don't really do much? And saying, I don't, I should not be forced to wear this. That's crazy. Is that worth, who knows? Who knows? But again, they've, they've, they've <laughs> succeeded again in, in creating a bullshit conspiracy narrative of crazy out to lunch nonsense that, uh, you know, I just want to slap people when they say this shit like QAnon and they've tied it to any legitimate criticism. So now, and I've had several people, one person just last night. I was saying, hey, you know, like they're, oh, man, the virus. Oh, I'm like, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Which quick, quickly devolved into, what, are you a QAnon person? You know, like they did the same thing with 9-11. A lot of 9-11 information being peddled around. You know, the, the 18 pages or whatever it was, the Saudi Arabian involvement confirmed, not theory, the Saudi Arabians helped finance the hijackings of the aircraft. They were shadowing the terrorists. The Israelis were helping them. The Saudis were... It's all there. The pages were declassified. They fucking knew all about it. Uh, this stuff was coming out. And then overnight, out of the blue, hey, have you heard about Flat Earth? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Nothing, except that it discredits the rest of the movement by association, which was very effective. And then in the following years, if you tried to talk to somebody about the 9-11 terrorist attack... Uh, they would say, I bet you're a flat earth person too. <laughs> and then they'd mock you like they were smart because they had that idea subliminally implanted in their subconscious by reading shit like this. And now you read shit like this about, uh, you know, COVID, uh, you know, and then you're a QAnon person. See how that works? It's going to, they do it. It works every single time. It's been, oh, it's frustrating. The decision notes the man believes COVID-19 to be a hoax and has boasted in public about flouting health restrictions such as masking and social distancing. Me too. I guess I'm losing my kids. guess that's how it works. The health and welfare of the children and by extension their principal caregiver should not be jeopardized because of his public behavior. The judge is now apparently a, a, a medical expert. Legal experts say the ruling is consistent with past custody rulings involving issues of child's health and say significant because it articulates new standards and language to specify COVID-19. I think it's the case. Isn't it in BC you have to be vaccinated against a bunch of fucking things to even go to public school? Isn't that how it worked? It works there, I th which is crazy. Uh, in contrast, Saskatchewan, you can't force someone to take a vaccine if they don't want to. It's, a, it's the fucking in the health code. Where would you rather live? CBC's not naming the man who's participated in anti-lockdown events. What? So he was there, you know, and has questions and, you know, concerns about what's happening. So that means you get to take his children away. Freedom of expression limited. Oh, yeah. Yavar Hamid, an Ottawa-based human rights lawyer, which are always garbage people, said that uh, people do have the right to express themselves, but that expression is limited. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. You can or you can't. So which is it? Limited to the point where harm can come to another person. Oh, for f your, your expression is harming me. It's harming my mental health. Seeing you say these fucking insane things all the time is literally harming me. So fuck you. I'm going to sue you. How's that sound? Is that a, why not? How is that any different? Not just a matter of freedom of conscience, expression protected by the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. It's expressions that simply might relate because of the underlying conditions on the safety of another person. Yeah, you're con yeah, you're making you're risking everybody else's safety. Safety. 
The judge is really careful in saying what's an issue here is a child's best interest. Yes, the child's best interests are to be with their parents. Uh, not having the state intervene. Oh, this is just... Oh, this is the Soviet Union. We're, we're getting close. It's going to get worse. Justice King called some of what the man had posted about COVID-19 not being real as erroneous, pointing out rise in hospitalizations and deaths due to virus. Again, no flu at all. Doesn't matter. Idiot judge, not paying attention, doesn't care, and he just destroyed this man's life because partisan political reasons, really. Uh, that has had on how we've got a two, and that's the thing. We've got a, we've got a society now that that believes two different things. You're either on one side or you're on the other side, and that goes everywhere. That could be a police officer. That could be a judge in a custody case. Could be your own doctor. Could be the prime minister. Could be fucking anybody. So now you have to be, you know, well, let's see, which reality do you live in? You know what? I would advocate for and gladly accept some kind of armband or yellow star, whatever, that says, yeah, I'm, I, I'm one of those people, and then we all wear those in public, so then we can just stick to ourselves, and you guys can go fuck off into your fairy tale, into your little world, and live there forever with your masks and your social distancing and your glory holes and your anal swabs and all that. You can go do that forever. We'll mind our business, you mind yours, and we'll see who's doing better in 50 years. I have an idea of who that will be, but it, you know, let's do that. You, you believe in free? Well, then let's, I'm out. I fucking, I want out. I, I opt out. I opt out of this society. Let's just do another one. And again, uh, why is that, why did that uh, thought drifter, what's going on here? Uh, what do you guys stop fighting with each other? I'll just ban everyone. I will. I'll just, you know what? I'm not going to read the chat anymore. You guys are assholes. Uh, how about a diagonal flag? I'm working on it, Mr. L. It's, uh, you know, it, it takes time. <laughs> Full draw scarps. Thank you, sir. A friend of mine told me he got back from Russia eight days ago. He had a visit from the police today to make sure he was home and had a health official called him this morning, ask a few questions. One was if your partner is over and are you having sex? He told her to fuck off and shut his phone up. I saw Key and Bexie say something similar. I don't know if any of that's true, but it could be. It wouldn't surprise me. It's not the government's... Uh, there's an instinct in a... Because a lot of us are adult, mature, rational people that want to, like, go, no, you can't do this because these rules and, like, there's rights and, you know, the system and the laws we have in place. But you're not... The people that you're dealing with don't care about any of that. They don't care about charter rights or freedom. They don't care. It's pointless. They're gone in the head. They're gone. They, there's just, you know, comply or else, and there's no, nothing else that matters. We can't live with people like this. I cannot, I, I will not live around people like that. It's uh, it's unbearable. Um, It's horrifying. Crooked VP. <laughs> Goddamn dirty Patricia's. I says, I appreciate you, brother. Fuck you, make me. From Pipe Hitter Crooked. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, nice rack, by the way. I saw you posted his... Uh, I think I, I think I have him on Instagram. He posted his uh, his uh, CF medals and stuff. Well done. Very very impressive, sir. Carrot SK says, Let's convince the pro-maskers to get a tattoo of a barcode on their forehead for easy track and trace, better than wearing a yellow star. Whatever it is, just differentiate us from one or the... You're either you know one of these people or one of those people. And then stay out of each other's way. That's basically where we're going now. Um, you know, there's every kind of example of division you can imagine exists. Um, all of this has occurred while a percentage of our population, including the man, continue to deny the existence, significance, or impact of COVID-19. There's a lot of reasons to, to doubt that. 
In fact, many doctors are doubting that. That just, oh. Fuck. I, I feel bad for that guy. And that's, I mean, this is what's at stake. These are the things you need to consider. Okay? You now live in a place where if you want to go out and be vocal about, you know, your opinions, the state might take your kids away. In fact, it just did it to this guy. That's the free country. That's the country that I, you know, fought in the military for. This is the country that all of my, you know, brothers and sisters died for. Isn't that nice? They died for this shithole that can do these kinds of things to people. No one, no one, no one anywhere would have signed up to do any of this shit. If we, if this is how it was going to turn out, if this is how backwards and weak and pathetic we knew the Canadian public were going to be, I don't think anybody would have joined the military or spent any uh, in, 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 microsecond in a uniform, let alone deploy to a war zone to fight for a bunch of people that don't give a shit about anything we care about, couldn't care less about us at all. We want to be, they want to see us and not hear us, seen and not heard. They like to have their, their Remembrance Day LARPing, and they're, oh, I have a poppy, I care so much. But then the second any of us open our mouths about anything that, you know, we care about, you know, shut up and go away. So, again, um, I'm pretty much over this place as a country. I don't think it can be repaired. I don't think the social division is anything that can be overcome anymore. I think we're past the point of no return. And, uh, you know, d these political figureheads out west have got to pull their heads out of their asses and figure out. Uh, you, you gotta, Don't worry. When you see the results of this election, there are going to be a lot of angry people. And uh, it's not going to go well. Unless some. The worst thing that can happen is that Aaron O'Toole wins. And then everybody thinks, oh, great, finally. And then we just get raped twice as hard by the UN and by the Chinese and the Israelis and the fucking everybody else. And the Saudis will gouge the living shit out of her. There's a giant oil price. You know what? You've seen how expensive the oil is these days? You know why that is? There's a price war going on. The Saudis are deliberately trying to strangle everybody. The Russians, too. But, hey, you know, good thing. Just, uh, you know, everything's getting better. Everything's getting better. And it's all about uh, everything's racist now. And that's the problem. This is, I think I have a few more of these. i got to pop around to see where they are. Uh, no, that's just silly. Yeah, more more fat people stuff. <laughs> Don't need that. Oh, speaking of Aaron O'Toole, we might as well because I just brought him up. <sighs> Man, this is nuts. Um, you know what? I don't think I have all of these. All right. Yeah, here. Like, again, there's people that are like, oh, I don't know. I think the conservatives are okay. Uh, oh, yeah? So now, according, <laughs> this guy's all over the place. He's now reaffirming the commitment to end liberal carbon tax following report, but he's also pro-Paris climate accords. So, oh, he'd repeal the liberal carbon tax because he can say whatever he wants because he knows he's not going to win. I have been clear that an O'Toole government will repeal the carbon tax. No, you haven't at all. Um, recent Toronto Star report alleged MPs were worried that O'Toole would embrace the carbon tax because they know better than, you know... Uh, He's full of shit. According to several unnamed party insiders, concern over O'Toole's plans was widespread and that they thought such a move would create a revolt within the party's base, which is rapidly deteriorating. Uh, a lot of this is that Western MPs in particular don't want to have to defend any change at all. They don't want any change in our position on the environment. They don't like the, quote, moving the party to the center. No, really? Imagine conservatives don't want to not be conservative. Conservatives want to be conservative. I'm a fucking conservative, really. Um... In a lot of ways, I'm liberal on some issues. It depends. Um, but it's a conservative party. And you went in there and decided, hey, everybody, we're going to be liberals now. That's not how it works. Uh, he says, for them, the 2019 platform for Shear, all that stuff was perfect. I was far from perfect, but it was a lot better than this. They had no complaints. They don't actually care if we're in government or not. They should. 
They don't care if you're in government or not. A way to have a winning attitude, guys. The conservative party's a joke. And that one piece had become extremely evident over the last few months. You're not willing to give up uh, five points in a Western riding in order to give that someone in Ontario. Um, where is it? Yes. At the same time, O'Toole pledged that a conservative plan would achieve Canada's emission targets faster than the liberal government would. We're going to see a very detailed plan that will, I think, make our commitments probably faster than Mr. Trudeau without a running out of control federal carbon tax he's already promising. Oh, so you're just going to destroy the, the energy industry in a different way. Okay. So instead of stabbing them in the neck, you're just going to set them on fire. Got it. Sure. Roger. That makes sense. Sask, Sask gas is 112.9. Out east in Nova Scotia, it's 125 middle of winter. It's, it could hit $2 this summer, man. That's going to be fun. How's, uh, how's your truck bill? How's the gas bill for your trucks and your tractors and stuff, guys? O'Toole's also stated under his leadership the party would adhere to the Paris Climate Agreement targets. I'm committed to that. Committed to that. We're partnering for the province. It's not an Ottawa knows best approach. As we've seen with the carbon tire. Fuck off. Full of shit. Oh, well, let's 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 dig into this a little bit more. What else has Aaron O'Toole been up to? Well, he did something pretty off, pretty insane yesterday. Uh, if you're not convinced, uh, I just saw your message there. Aaron O'Toole deletes conservative petition to ban Huawei after they've hired the ex-Huawei vice president. Ah, the Chinese uh, telecom company, which is an espionage front for the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> Yeah, those guys, the ones who's going to stand up to China, he hired their vice president because woke. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole has deleted the party's petition to ban Huawei from Canada, so now he's pro-Huawei, apparently. Um, <laughs> hired their former vice president in Canada to run the Conservative Party's most important department, research and issues management. <laughs> so now the Chinese are going to be running the fucking Conservative Party. <laughs> They'd initially uh, set up a petition to ban them on its official website. On the website, the Conservatives called on Canadians to voice their discontent with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, following revelations that O'Toole had hired the former Huawei vice president to run the Conservative war room. The petition was removed. Is it a coincidence? <laughs> Unbelievable. Unfucking believable, this guy. And people will still vote for him. He's a massive. Ugh, disgusting. CRJ, cocaine rim job, the one and the only. Says O'Toole just hired a Huawei exec VP as a chief strategist. It's a goddamn uniparty. Yeah, you got that right. That's uh, 100% true. Thank you for that, man. Um, uh, and, then, uh, and, and, and no, he's supposed to be the opposition. St. Maurice Barris is death to Stalin. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that very much. DT, DTS, fucking gang sign. After this, I'm going to shoot smartest Red Bull. Pastor James Coates bail denied. Uh, this, I mean, Canada's just doing great, you guys. Full Draw Scarf says everything O'Toole does is another vote for a liberal government. 100%. Couldn't agree with you more there. This guy is still in jail. He's a very dangerous criminal because he was preaching. He was preaching his uh, freedom of religious expression. Apparently, he's no longer the case in Canada because, you know, well, we have rights, just not, you know, when they really matter. If your rights don't matter in an emergency, they don't matter at all. If you can take someone's rights away for any reason, they're not rights. It's just the government's let, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. His bail review was denied and he'll remain behind bars until May. He's a pastor. We emptied the jails of criminals cause COVID, but we're putting pastors in jail cause COVID. Makes sense to me. Pastor James Coates' bail review has been denied in Alberta courtroom. 
will remain behind bars until May. And his, tr- his trial in May. You can't even let him out on bail. No, 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 no. A dark day for religious freedom, charter rights, and Alberta and Premier Jason Kenney, who once fought for religious rights. Again, he doesn't care. Jason Kenney is a politician. Today was the second portion of the bail review hearing, and this was the result. Pastor James Coates is stuck behind bars, likely until he has his trial until May for a crime that is not going to result in jail time. Even if he's con- even if he's convicted, he doesn't go to jail, but they're keeping him locked up anyway. Why? Because he was spreading wrong think. And uh, they like to attack, they really like to attack uh, Christians, I've noticed. I've noticed that a lot. Um, you know who else notices things? Again, this guy, get out of this party, Pierre. Get out of the party. And how many times have I talked about... Um, so Aaron O'Toole, nothing to say about Pastor Coates. Neither does Jason Kenny. They don't give a shit at all. They're not fucking touching that hot potato because then they would have to commit... How do you explain to all your new Muslim friends why you're, why you're going so hard for the Catholic guy? How do you explain to your LGBTQ++ IIAPPQ3 upside down six, you know, poker table with his legs cut off, whatever the fuck group of people that you're going so hard for the Catholic guy. How do you explain this to the Saudi Arabians and the China? Well, you can't, so he can't. He's politically, hands are tied. Hands are tied. He, he chose, you know, he chose what side he wants to be on. And uh, and where is he in regarding that the government is running our country into the fucking ground financially? How many times they say financial crisis, it's coming, we're past the point of no return, it can't be stopped now, we're fucked. They, I mean, no one's saying it. Everyone's not Oh, we say that. Oh, you know, like only no, nobody noticed. Or the government's fucked us, and nobody's even noticed. Yes, it happens all the time. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine, eight guys figured out that the fucking mortgage bond uh, market was going to tank the entire potentially global economy. Nobody noticed because no one cared. No one was paying attention, and that's what happened. So that alone is proof that you should always speak up if you see some. If you see something that you think is fucked up that's going on, you need to say something. Never assume that other people are on top of it and somebody else must have. No, they literally may not have. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. And right now, uh, again, I don't know why he's even sticking with this party. Pierre, for the love of God, if you have any scruples at all, you need to get the hell out of that fucking party. They're scumbags. And uh, But, you know... This is, uh, listen to this. If you don't want to listen to me, listen to him. He's, I don't agree, with, I don't disagree with a single thing he says here. Carlton. Uh, Madam, this government uh, first got rid of balanced budgets, and now they've gotten rid of budgets <laughs> altogether. We haven't had one of those in two years, but this economic statement proposes to raise the debt limit to $1.8 trillion. That's a trillion higher than the debt was only a year ago. The combined debts of all governments are now bigger than the entire GDP for the first time in recorded history. And if you add up business, household, and government debts, we have a debt-to-GDP ratio of 387%, which is the highest on record, twice the historic average, bigger than the U.S. during the subprime crisis, bigger than Greece during that debt crisis, bigger than 41 of the 45 biggest debt crises in the last century. Does the honorable member believe that if this government and this country fails to reduce its debt ratio before interest rates return to normal, that we will indeed have a massive debt crisis on our hands here in Canada? Carlton. Uh, Madam Speaker, right. this... Debt crisis incoming. <laughs> interest rates go up even 1%. Oh, $1.8 trillion. Highest debt to GDP in history. Worse than every other country in the... Don't worry, the budget will balance itself. 
Now it's the highest one in history, the most debt ever. Um, we only have a $1 trillion economy. So now the debt is almost double what we can even make in a year. Imagine if you owe, like how much money do you make a year? You make $50,000 a year. How much do you have in debt? Like credit card debt, $100,000 in credit line debt. Hmm, that, uh-oh. <laughs> that doesn't, that ain't good, you know? Oh, you can afford to, well, what happens if the interest rates go up even a little bit? Oh, you're you're financially ruined. Oh, yeah, you better, oh, geez, fingers crossed, right? Man. <laughs> oh, brutal. And why why is Aaron O'Toole not saying these things? It's always, they, they tried to bury this guy. It was like, we'll make him in charge of jobs and infrastructure. He's just finding new ways to get out in front of shit because he's way more popular than O'Toole. And they clearly don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. They, um, again, uh, you know, read some of these Christian, yeah, the people talk about the Christian persecution. Yeah, they're not allowed. You're not welcome in the conservative party. We talked last time on Wednesday, uh, the, the pastor, another one, another guy and his wife were, were kicked out of the party. Uh, Derek Sloan had been, anybody that's, uh, you know, likes those traditional Christian values, you're not welcome in the conservative party of Canada. You're just not. Because they're going more to the center. They need to be more inclusive. They need more, more liberal. So then you're not a conservative party. Full draw scarps, radical Muslims, Muslims have been attacking Christians and Western civilization for decades. They got smart by getting into politics and also working for the elites. They're doing a good job. They have a lot of presence. Al Stern says, whoever is putting up anti-liberal and COVID hoax flyers around uh, Courtney Comox on Vancouver Island, cheers to you, good sir. <laughs> Rain Dog says, Christians have always been on their hit list. Yes. Um, and I think I read that one from Mr. Scarps. Basically, the same three people are, you know, keeping me alive here. <laughs> where's my, oh, God, where's my noise bucket? So tired. I'm so tired of it. Um, I don't know. Cocaine Rim Jobs says, what happens if interest rates go up? Christian Freeland. I don't have a crystal ball. That was her actual answer. Yes, it was. She's the finance minister. And when asked what happens if rates go up, she said she doesn't know because she doesn't have a crystal ball. She might as well have said, if my son asked me, Daddy, what happens if I drop this egg off the counter? My response would be, I don't know, son. I'm not a scientist. Ooh. Oh, and by the way, I'm also the, the science officer at the same time. When I, <laughs> I don't have a crystal ball, son. Crisby, vote for guy on a buffalo party. Oh, just let it burn. Man, it's getting rough out there. Yeah, good old Pierre, you know. <laughs> Rearrange the deck chairs as the Titanic goes down. Uh, what in the fuck you make me's going on in here? Verbal armament, how are you? How are you guys doing? Rob Zombie should write the anthem for Diagonalon. I would be honored and absolutely enjoy that. That would be fun. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. Trovo, how are you guys? Entropy link is on there if you want to hang out or if you want to send a message. That's the way to do it. RagingDissident.tv is the website. Mailing list, go there, sign up. I keep repeating myself. 
over and over and over again. Crisby, vote for guy on a buffalo party. <laughs> you know? And then they had the uh, the Wexit party has been co-opted, I'm sure. You know, Jay Hill, you know, ended up taking that over. And they called it the, the Maverick Party. <laughs> because of the movie. Because of Top Gun. That's his idea. This guy's like, what is he, 80 years old? 68, 70 years old, 68 years old. He used to be part of uh, Harper's Cabinet. And uh, his plan is to rebrand the Wegsa Party was this, to call it the Maverick Party. So he dressed up in a flight suit and with a helmet and sat in front of an F-18, which probably should have been sent to a museum 10 years ago. Oh, no, he's not a pilot. He just He's pretending to be one. This is the guy, apparently, that's going to lead the Alberta Separatist Party and get, you know, justice for Western Canada. That's this guy. This is the guy that's going to do that. The guy who's pretending to be a pilot and dressing up in a fucking costume. Uh, sure. Okay. Um, uh, probably not. <laughs> probably. I mean, it doesn't inspire confidence in me. I mean, what would I know? Um... They should never have let that guy take over. And that's that's dead in the water. That's not going anywhere now. You're going to need a new – you need a new party again. This is what happens. They, they come in and they co-opt it from outside, and then it gets uh, it gets ruined. It gets ruined. Uh, where is this? Where is the other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, that's pretty fucking insane. It's so hard. I thought I had more of this anti-white stuff. Yeah. This is pretty base, though. I like this. <laughs> I don't even follow soccer. I have no idea who this guy is. Top footballer tells LeBron James, stay out of politics. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I'm pretty sure I said that right. Double down on call for athletes to stop pushing divisive issues. Good for you. Finally, an athlete with a fucking brain. Uh, top footballer, soccer player, has refused to back down after LeBron James responded to his call for athletes to stick to sports instead of politics. Started when he said, LeBron's phenomenal at what he's doing, but I don't like it when people have some kind of status. They go and do politics at the same time. Do what you're good at. Do the category you do. I play football because I'm the best at playing football. I don't do politics. If I would be a political politician, I would do politics. That's the first mistake people do when they become famous and become in a certain status. Just stay out of it. Just do what you do best because it doesn't look good. Yeah, no shit. Uh, it's translated from whatever language, probably Czech or something. LeBron responded by saying he wouldn't shut up and dribble and that he would continue using his platform for positive change. Uh, he has the most charisma in the games. Latan is hilarious. People like this guy, apparently. I don't follow soccer. I have no idea. But apparently he's the he's the go at soccer right now these days. However, Milan superstar Ibrahimovic shot back, telling a press conference that sports personalities need to stop pushing divisive issues. Athletes unite the world. Politics divide it. Our role is to unite the world by doing what we do best. Athletes should be athletes and politicians should do politics. Ibrahimovic is a rare example of someone standing up to the woke mob who often reserve the most vitriolic hate for celebrities who have the sheer temerity to refuse to take a stance. It's a damning indictment of where we are as a society and that is seen as a diabolical act of defiance. 100%. That guy rules. He's awesome. And this is kind of the, uh, this is what I'm talking about here. Uh, Daft Beta says, Zlatan is a fucking god. His autobiography is a work of genius. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. I'm going to look into him. This is, I mean, every week, every night, every time I have more of this. And it just, I could do entire streams just on this if I really wanted to, but I don't because it's disgusting. Illinois teacher, teachers, told Americans, 
are spiritually murdering students in an in anti-racist training. A Chicago area school district reported hosting anti-racist training for school administrators, including them. Well, what would they say? Be less white, right? Tell them that expecting non-white teachers to instruct white students is a form of covert white supremacy. Okay. Oh, so segregation then? This apparently is the only way out for these fucking people. Evidently, we've gone full circle now and just we just can't fucking be together anymore. Non-white teachers instructing white students is a form of covert what what? Expecting non-white teachers to instruct white students is a form. All right, fuck, you know, Black school, white school, Asian school, native. I guess that's just what we're going to have to do now because everything else is racist. So we might as well just fucking segregate everybody then. We're going to go backwards. Is that what you want? I guess that's what, I guess so. I guess that's what we want, apparently. Um, held a training course, hosted the Countywide Equity Institute and anti-racist coach Dina Simmons. Oh my God, a woman, imagine. The training course included the instruction on equity and inclusion practices for the district. This shit is so fucking infuriating. Oh, man, I'm holding off on something. I don't even know if I want to get into it, but it really makes me mad. I don't want to lose my shit. Simmons told attendees that Americans are spiritually murdering students. Her remarks were in line with other equity and diversity training sessions across the country that have used the same terminology, arguing that black students are being spiritually murdered by white supremacy, an instruction that reinforces it. So black students can only have black teachers. Well, then, black schools, then. Segregation, I guess, is what we're doing. I guess that's it. Simmons reportedly told attendees that white people removing snow is indicative of systemic racism she told attendees that white people removing snow is indicative of systemic racism likely referencing a los angeles times article where the author condemned her republican neighbor for plowing her driveway ah uh, instead of weeping and tearing his hair out in disgust towards the other conservatives one is expected to do what whenever a conservative uh, somewhere does something unbecoming because god forbid people take responsibility for their own actions instead of acting like a collective oh wait that's communism simmons who graduated from yale <laughs> shocking as praised in new york times shocking widely criticized 1619 project as a gold standard for education simmons also ran a tedx talk claiming that white supremacy exists because schools refuse to teach anti-racism to students as it fuck off as reported by the Federalist, Jane Willard, Assistant Superintendent for Curriculum and Instruction at Naperville, who organized a training session, detailed 10 other speakers who would be blah, 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 blah. Brutal. Look at this. Same energy, Michael Miles Chong. This is funny. <laughs> System systems of structural and institutional racism. This is very clear. I mean, this is obvious, right? Government, criminal justice. You see all the. Oh, this is very well thought out. <laughs> Yeah, somebody said, why don't they just tell us what isn't racist? Well, that would be a very short list. That wouldn't take very long. That would only take a few seconds. Basically nothing. Everything is racist. You didn't know this? Um, another slide shows a difference between covert and overt white supremacy, claiming that the phrase make America great again is used by former President Trump and his supporters. Ronald Reagan also used that phrase. Uh, is an example of covert racism nearly equivalent to the use of the N-word. The word is nigger. That's the word they're talking about. And Ku, and Ku Klux Klan. Yes, of course. Yes, obviously. Wanting the best for your country. Somebody sent me something, how they changed the definition of nationalism 
And because uh, they just they've just decided that's what it's going to be. I don't know if they can find this. Uh, I saw it a couple of times. People sent it to me. Now let me go check here. Make sure I'm on my right. Uh, is this it? Negative? No. Is this it? Just give me, there. It is. There we go. Uh, here's one. Uh, you can see this. Maybe barely. It's hard to say. Uh, the 1984 Webster's Dictionary definition. Again, remember the 80s when things were normal. Devotion to the interests of a particular nation. Aspirations for national independence. That's what a nationalist is. Devoted to your your people, your home, your country, your nation, your you know, and aspirations for national independence. So maybe you want us to see you know, like uh, Western separatism is a nationalistic idea. Now, according in 2021, notice the change. Identification with one's own nation and support for its interests, especially to the exclusion or detriment of other interests of other nations. Oh, so now it's bad, right? You made sure that you made it sound bad now. Got it, Roger. Unbelievable, man. They just cha- they just changed definitions in real time, right in front of you. Now it means something else. No, no, nationalism is bad now. <laughs> because nationalism is in the way of if a if a you know expanding your your influence of your totalitarian state that they want. They don't want borders. They don't want nation states. They want just a big gray you know anamorphous blob of rule following. Do whatever we tell you to do, people. With no culture, no history, no ethnicity, no nothing. They want everybody to be exactly the same, and that's genocide in a lot of ways. We're going to just erase all culture. We're going to erase everything. You think it ends with white people? Like once the white people are gone, you think that's over? And then it's just a multi-culti melting pot of happy go-go time? No. No, no. The killing will continue, and it will end with a slave race, a slave class, and the ruling class, period, end of story. That's just, that's just going to be it. <laughs> oh, another slide. Oh, there's more slides. Good. I wasn't, you know, depressed enough. <laughs> Equal access with a vision of a society in which the distribution of resources and power is equitable and all members are physically and physiologically, psychologically safe and secure. Oh, Again, communism, you can't legislate away all danger. And as described by the Federalist, the, equ- the equality of outcome or equity is re- represented by anti-racist educators to be synonymous with equality. <laughs> Another slide in the training session argues that diversity itself is not enough because it does not promote racial justice in not accounting for race and the lived experiences that come with being non-white. Again, all I'm hearing is segregation. That seem everything that these people fucking say, the only way for them to have what they want is if all the white people leave and go somewhere else. <laughs> I remember seeing that as the theories. People it should be it was what was it called? What Wexit or all the white pe- white strike. Everybody that's white just stops going to work. It's only 75% of the country, so I'm sure it'll be fine. These fucking people, man. Teachers in Illinois are not only encouraged to be open to new opinions, they're expected to push leftist views on students as mandated by the state government. Oh. <laughs> that can't be. That would indicate there's some kind of um, bias or something. Lika One Eye says, oh, no, what w- what would we do without all the POC culture? Uh, we got along just fine without it for quite a while. 
Fire Pixie says, I don't know how it is in Canada, but I heard this statistic today that in America, domestic violence has gone up 40%. Yep, it's everything. Murder, every everything is up double digits in some places more than that. It's triple in some places. But there's no still no flu or colds. No, there's not. You didn't know that? It's great. There's, you'll never get the flu again. It's amazing. Taz, what's up, sir? This is Jay Hill's a federal party, not provincial. Jay Hill is a federal party, not provincial. Wild Rose Independence Party is. Yeah, he took over the, the Wexit party, did he not? From uh, Peter Downing. We have our leadership race in one of the months starting uh, with M. <laughs> I may have to look at my email. I'm sure they'll make sure they get the right guy in there. Uh, Pumpkin Launcher says they'll never be happy with segregation. They demand subjugation. They will not be happy until we're all enslaved. I think so. That's that's the attitude, right? This is how brave, brazenly racist and uh, offensive and disgusting they are now when we're 75% of the country. Imagine what it's going to be like when we're 60% or 50% or 40%. Um, and that will only take another 10 to 15 years at the pace we're going. Uh, it's it's crazy. Canada has the fastest changing demographic of any country in history without a war. Uh, you, always, you Normally, it would have to take Genghis Khan conquering your entire country and enslaving everybody and raping everyone to change the demographics this drastically. But, you know, we found better ways. We Apparently, um, they're doing it a whole other different way now. <sighs> the results are in. There's an ingrained bias in an academia against conservatives. No way. I, I'm so surprised. New report finds that 73% of Canadian social science and humanities academics identify as being on the left compared to just 4% who identify with the right. Hmm. I, and you wonder why things are going the way they're going. Again, um, there's a lot of people that think, oh, Trudeau, oh, they definitely cheated and there were shenanigans and, and bullshit going on, but that's all, all the time. Uh. Most of the country likes this. They like the wokeness. They like BLM. They like the burning of the cities. They like the killing. They like the, um, you know, the, the hatred for white people. They like the open borders. They like the reckless spending. They love they it, dude. It's amazing. They love the hate speech. They laws. They want the Section 13 back. They want to see people going to jail and being shut up. They want mandatory vaccines. They want to. They want to see all this shit. They love it. Most people want it. So, fucking let them have it. It's not Western Canada. It's the rest. So, fine. Um, that's Then that's what we'll do. Th then Western Canada just fucking leaves. And, like, see ya. Enjoy your nightmare. Uh, we'll be over here chilling. You, you guys do what you gotta do. Um, <sighs> report released this week shows clear evidence of a significant political slant in Canadian, along with American and British universities. I'm sure it's all a coincidence. Report finds that 73% of Canadian social science and humanities academics identify as being on the left compared to four on the right. This makes universities substantially more politically skewed as the general population. And it's, everybody goes, they go to university and then they come back crazy. You notice that? They go to university, they're fine. Two years later, they come back, they have half their head shaved off. There's 15 piercings and a shake of our tattoo. You know, chick's got armpit hair and is like free bleeding in the street to protest Orange Man. You're like, what happened to your brain? Oh, it got completely fucking scrambled. Because you went to these, uh, you know, leftist indoctrination centers, and now you're a fucking crazy person. That's great. Do not send your kids to university. Trade school. Uh, you know, we already have enough thinkers in the country. More, quite a few, quite a few too many. The report by the U.S.-based study uh, Center for Study of Partisanship and Ideology suggests that the overrepresentation of left-wing views in universities creates an environment in which structural discrimination against conservative uh, perspectives is pervasive. You think? While it found that individuals on both left and the right are equally willing to discriminate based on politics, finding that matches other studies, the overwhelming dominance of left to center faculty members at universities means that it primarily affects conservative academics. Yeah, there's no room for you. 
You're not allowed to. Uh, you're not welcome. Canada is a as a socialist left wing country. You're not welcome here. They don't like you or want you. And when and so stop trying to engage these people in in discussions. No, we need to do this. No, you don't, stop talking to them. They're your enemy. They fucking hate you. At best, they'll be. They might tolerate you in public. Maybe. Have you been on Twitter lately? Have you seen what people are saying and shit on Facebook? Round them up. Force them. Take their guns. Starve them. Take their kids away from them. These are the things people are talking about. What's Saskatchewan like? The absolute complete opposite of Nova Scotia. I can tell you that right now. Oh. It isn't uh, about individual victims of discrimination, although that surely matters too. It is also about the, how the problem of political discrimination prevents universities from fulfilling their basic role of creating reliable knowledge, educating people on how to produce uh, and evaluate such knowledge. No, the only thing that matters now is how left can you go? you got to go all the way, and that's not even enough. And then you, you're, if you're a white ally, you're still at the bottom of the table. You're still subhuman, you know. Um Fire Pixie says conspiracy theorists now equals critical thinkers and that us people and like and that us and people like us never stop fighting death to Stalin Diagalon. Thank you. Uh, and I think I read that one underneath it. Yeah. That's why, again, a lot of people don't know this. I, I hate repeating myself, but because it feels like I'm just saying the same things over and over again, but I, I have to be cognizant of the fact that a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> I don't know. The word con the, the conspiracy theory term was invented by the CIA for the entire purpose of of stopping people that were critically examining what in the actual fuck just happened to John F. Kennedy because the story doesn't make any sense. They were hiding the evidence. They were hiding the footage. Witnesses were disappearing left and right. H dozens of people just spontaneously died. Whoops. That were eyewitnesses on the scene. Murders, rapes, robberies gone wrong, car crashes, medical errors. Oh, yeah. Did you not know that? And uh, a lot of people were like, what in the fuck is going on? So the CIA, losing control of the narrative, had to create, they created a term called conspiracy theory. Here, a conspiracy theorist, a derogatory ad hominem term that you can use to identify and message, you know, to attack these people. And then they instructed the media to run with it, which they did. And now, anytime anybody has questions, they're labeled that thing. And people have a preconceived idea of what that means. A crazy guy in the in you know in the dun in the basement with a tinfoil hat on, you know, smoking meth and thinks that the fucking government's got, you know, cameras in his lights and shit. And and I'm a Jesuit spy, you know what I mean? Jesus is laughing me. Ah! Like, yeah, that's that's what we're all like. Every nope, none of us are rational adult human beings with careers and families and, you know, stable, you know, fairly intelligent. No, we're all insane. All of us were just completely insane. Because TV said so. That's where conservative, you know, conspiracy theory came from. It's, a, it's an insult. It was created. It didn't used to exist. They just invented it uh, for that reason, to stifle uh, investigation into what was going on. And it worked. And they've never stopped. <laughs> it's never going to stop. Uh, more evidence of this. Again, it's not getting better. It's only getting worse. Trust the plan. I'm sure this is part, is this part of the plan, QAnon. Pentagon to raise social media screenings in the military. Background checks for ties to groups with strong conservative elements. So now there's going to be a, a social media background check for you in the U.S. military or and those wanting to join it. The same thing is probably already happening in Canada. If it's not, I would be surprised it will start soon, the U.K. Um, if you're pro-Trump, 
you're pro Second Amendment. You're, you know, you've, if you've got a post from two years ago where you went on a drunken tirade at two in the morning with one of your buddies on his Facebook wall about how free speech is important and fuck this and that, they'll find that and kick you out of the military for that because that's a strong conservative element. You could be a white supremacist terrorist. We can't take that risk. You gotta go. Oh boy. The one-time Democrat paranoia in the aftermath of January 6th, where basically nothing happened, is slated to become official military policy. Great. The motion was first entertained in Washington, D.C. during the tense two weeks between the Capitol right and Inauguration Day. Top Democrats demanded members of the National Guard be screened for any potential radicalization in their presence online. This is only going to get worse. We need more BIPOC people. Yeah, we need less white men. Oh, man. Service members are not allowed to actively advocate supremacist, extremist, or criminal gang doctrine, ideology, and causes. They're literally not. The training material state, they also cannot actively participate in organizations that advance, encourage, or advocate illegal discrimination based on race, creed, color, sex, religion, ethnicity, or national origin. Always been true. Or the use of force or criminal violent activity to deprive people of civil rights. None of this is an issue. They're, they're framing this narrative so that they can justify what comes next. Something is coming next. You can see it everywhere. They're drawing it up in the government, in the education, in all of our cultural institutions, in pop culture, in the media. White people bad. White people bad. Specifically conservative white people, very bad. Uh, and, and in a little while, once they've greased the wheels enough and once they've made these cognitive connections for these fucking morons that just sit there and absorb their TV all day, subconsciously, in their brain, they will, over time, inevitably, because they keep getting exposed to this messaging in movies. And, like, it, might, it might be subtle. You notice that the, the villains in a lot of movies and TV shows lately are conservative-type white guys? Video games, too. Have you noticed that? And the protagonists and the heroes are all very diverse. Very, And there's always LGBTQ. When's the last time you ever saw a, a, a gay or trans villain character ever in your life? How about a black one? How about a black guy? It doesn't, you know, just go, go scroll through Netflix. <laughs> just take a look for a little while, you know? Um, I first noticed it. I was like, wait a minute. What is, okay, what is going on here? It was that Bird Box movie with, uh, what, what was her name? The chick from Speed. And, uh, and, uh, John Malkovich. Malkovich was the, you know, the Trump supporting gun owning type fucking guy. It, it's every, it's all the time. There's a very strong anti white conservative sentiment running everywhere. And now they're involving the, now we've progressed to the level where the military is going to get involved. And they're passing laws about this. And there's going to be new hate speech laws. And we got to get rid of these guns. Give us the guns, too. So what do you think comes next? Pool parties? <laughs> Pizza parties? Oh, I know. Chicken pox parties. Yeah, that must be it. I'm sure it'll be fine. Phillips Disciple says, to be fair, you are in a half-built half bunker talking to a plastic goat demon. Then again, I'm not the one to talk. <laughs> Phillips Disciple. Well, this is all your fault. You're the one that you're the one that came up with it. So now they're gonna now they're gonna screen the military based on their political. Uh, if there's any obvious or perceived, I would say, political leanings, you're gonna be interrogated on that, or perhaps denied uh, a job or fired based on that. I absolutely, if I was still in the Canadian forces, I would be getting released because of my opinions, a hundred percent. Um. I have guys that send me messages all the time, all the time, 
supporting what I'm saying and always saying, I wish I could say something. I, don't, I, I can't even count how many people. A couple more today based off something else that I don't know if I'm going to get into, but it really upset, really, really aggravates me. <laughs> I'll see what I, I'll see how I feel about it after I go take a quick you know, break in a second. Um, it, it's, it's madness. I, I want to watch this video. Despite ah, how long is it? Not that long. Something else to think about. I mean, they, they can just, they just make people believe. And this is what I'm talking about with the cognitive association. They're going to make people, they're, they're making people hate white conservatives. And, uh, this, it's very easy to do. It just takes a while and repeated messaging over and over and over again, but we'll get there. Despite what you might be thinking, these two circles are not equal. I repeat, these two circles are not equal. One is, in fact, larger than the other. What I need you to do is determine which one that is. So, please raise your hand if you believe the blue circle is larger than the red. All right. Please raise your hand if you believe the red circle is larger than the blue. All right, very good. Now, before I said anything about these two circles, what was your first instinct? Equal, right? Because they look equal. And the reason why they look equal is because, in fact, they are equal. These two circles are identical. <laughs> Yet I got just about every one of you to raise your hand and say that they're not. So what do we learn? The people laughing in the class, but, oh, isn't that funny? These people are so stupid. They're all probably, uh, you know, COVID freaks and cultists now. That you can be manipulated like that yep. to believe in something that goes against your natural instincts. Yeah. Just, just imagine, just imagine as a child, you're taught that the blue circle is larger than the red. If you say it enough times, you convince yourself that's the truth. Like if you keep teaching kids that white people are inherently bad, they're racist just for existing. And if they, not, they don't admit that they're racist, that makes them twice as racist. That's what they're teaching people. So why won't that become reality? Why won't people start to believe? Of course they will. That's why they need to be stopped. And they're not going to be stopped. It, it's inevitable. Like this is locked in, guys. It's going to happen. If you're told the lie enough times, it becomes part of your reality. Yeah, like stay and if home, enough stay people safe. are taught that lie that the blue circle is larger than the red, well, now it becomes part of the culture. And if that culture then passes that misinformation along to the next generation, well, now it becomes tradition. Mm. Isn't that nice? So they're changing the they're changing the traditions around. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Gonna be awesome. Uh, other things that are degenerating badly. Look at this. Australian reporters angered by the request to stop using the word pedophile to describe accused serial pedophile. Might upset other pedophiles. Yeah, we don't want that. Oh, Australian reporters working for ABC Tasmania were angered when they were advised by top brass to stop using the word pedophile to refer to an accused serial child molester because it could discourage other pedophiles from seeking help. <sighs> The only help they need is a bullet in the face, all right? Um, once, once you get to that point where you're, you're sexually preying upon children, there's, you're, you're beyond saving. That's heinous. That is absolutely reprehensible. Um, I would advocate the death penalty for people that do that. Uh, at the very least, like exile to a fucking island or something. Like Australia used to be. <laughs> that used to be where they send all the criminals. Send them to Australia. It's a country of criminals. <laughs> I won't someone think of the poor pedophiles. Yeah, no kidding. They're more concerned with this than the actual victims. Senior producer at a network informed employees of sexual assault support had mentioned their concerns about describing former nurse James Jeffrey Griffin as a pedophile who subsequently committed suicide. Good. Great. That's awesome. 
good, he's dead. Fuck him. Was accused by numerous women of sexually abusing him as children, and police later found a significant amount of child exploitation material during a search of his home. You know why he killed himself? Because he got fucking caught, and he didn't want to face the music. <laughs> That's why. Oh, they called him a pedophile, so he got offended and killed himself. <sighs> I wish it was that easy, but it's not. But, uh, you know, I don't care. Fuck him. Good, but... The fact that there's people... That's how far we've fallen now as, as, a, as a society. There's people willing to defend these fucking losers. Um, it's probably a good spot to take a break. I just... I gotta go... I gotta go take a, a leak real quick. Uh, I do wanna... Wait a minute. How long is this? Nine minutes? That can't be right. That's way too long. Or is it? I don't know. I had a video here I wanted to play... <laughs> I could have swore was much shorter than this. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't have it. I don't know. Maybe another time. I thought I did have it, but it's much longer than I remembered it being. Um, oh, no. What's this? Full Drusk. What's this? Conservative members revoke memberships of anti... Yeah, I, I talked about that the other day. Um, Anti-lockdown pastor and his son. The conservatives kicked him out of the party because, you know, you're too conservative for a conservative party. <laughs> Crisby says, I identify as a blue circle that kills all pedos and piles them on red circles. Well, I mean, that's your right. You know, you were born this way. You are who you are. And I encourage you to fulfill your, your destiny. <laughs> Phillips Disciple says, I got the help for the pedophiles. It comes in different calibers. Gets quick results. Um, it's, it's disgusting. It's absolutely insane that people think that these people need to be defended. I mean, if you're willing to defend that, there's nothing you won't defend. There's nothing you won't find an excuse for. And finding excuses for every kind of horrifying human behavior is not a good, there's not virtue to me. I don't find that to be helpful. It doesn't make you a virtuous, good person. That makes you an apologist. What about ISIS? Cutting the heads off of children like the apostates and the infidels. Well, I mean, you know, they're confused. No, fuck no, no, no. There's a point where you go too far and then that's it. We're just enemies now. That's that's just it, okay? Um, hate that which means to do you harm, NYC. No, right? They've they've. <laughs> are you not allowed to hate things? It's especially these the anti-hate people. We gotta get rid of hate. Well, they seem pretty hateful towards like Nazis and neo-Nazis and these kinds of people, right? Isn't that hate? You're pretty hell bent on destroying them. That seems pretty hateful. And they they go to some pretty disgusting depths to to do these things, you know. So that, you know, seems dishonest to me. <laughs> they're not anti-hate. They're pro-hate. It's 100% of what they are. Um, oh, that's dumb. And here, again, more. Look at this. Again, the states. Candace Owens. But she black. How can she say that? Well, she's not stupid is why. Uh, what was I just saying a little while ago? They believe in sameness, making everybody a carbon copy of others. Yep. Appearing on Tucker Carlson tonight, author and commentator Candace Owens tour into the Democrats' Equality Act, calling it unbelievably offensive and a terrifying agenda that eliminates women. It eliminates a lot of people. I don't want to play it all. It's five minutes. I find this to be unbelievably offensive, the idea that there's nothing between men and women. Owens, or, yeah, right? Uh, don't know what equality is. They don't know what equality means. What they're saying right now is that LeBron James, when he was in high school with all his physical prowess, should have been able to say, I no longer identify as a man, I'm a woman, and he should have been allowed to compete against every other woman, and then that would have been deemed equal. Yeah, Fallon Fox caving the head in of uh, that poor girl in that MMA ring. That's equality. Women getting their head caved in by men is equality now. And if you don't like that, you're a bigot. Well, I guess I'm a bigot. Uh, there is, there's two genders. There's male and female. 
Everything else is a mental disorder. And uh, now it's reached the point of state legislated mental, dis you know, mental insanity. And people are being hurt and, you know, physically hurt by it. You've got uh, men going into women's change rooms with children. Uh, you've got men competing in women's sports, absolutely destroying any, you know. Imagine being these girls that, you know, train really hard for their sport or whatever it is they're trying to compete in. And then some dude just shows up and just smokes everybody. Like, you know, there was that, that basketball player. This guy was like 6'6 six, six and like 250 pounds. And then they, then he went to play on a college basketball team with a bunch of like 19-year-old girls and was just like, not, you know, and is now like in the Hall of Fame of the school. Oh, my God. Absolutely preposterous. And and they'll, oh, you're just not cultured enough. No, you people have lost your fucking minds, okay? I don't care. You're never going to convince me that you're not insane because you definitely are. Um, and it's just a shame. You're gonna you're just going to continue to hurt more and more people. And again, the, the trans lifestyle, over 50% attempted suicide rate. Um, I would never advocate for a lifestyle where you're probably going to try to kill yourself at some point. That's clearly not a good. That's clearly not a good life choice. Not a good path to go down. Why don't you, again? We're already advocating for diabetes and obesity and drugs, right? I think everybody should try a crack cocaine habit for a while. You know, just to improve your, you know, your experience, so you have more empathy, bro. You know, Jesus. Candace goes on to say they believe in sameness, making everybody a carbon copy of others. They hate the idea between male, female, girl, boy. Because they're insane. Because they're communists. Remember it was like Ragecast 2? Everything the same. Everything the same. Same clothes. Same house. Same car. Same face. Same gender. Same thoughts. Same actions. Same outcomes. Same, 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 same. Everything the same. They're fucking insane. The best-selling author also said she has been called a bigot, a hateful individual, a transphobe for her views, noting that the left likes to use these pejoratives when you're just speaking common sense. Yep. Owen's comments echo those of President Trump, who told the CPAC conference that the integrity of women's sports is under threat. It's already over. There is no women's sports anymore. It's destroyed and gone. Um, you know, Trump says, what coach wants to recruit a young woman if her record could be easily broken by someone who's born a man? I think it's crazy. We must protect the integrity of women's sports. Well, that's pretty hard to do since you walked away after the country was stolen by communists and you're just going to take it easy and take your donations and launch Trump book and whatever else and make all kinds of money on people while you do nothing and, you know, watch America burn. But, I mean, that was your decision, <laughs> I suppose. Oh, man. You know what? And, and look at this. Have you seen this? This is this is the kind of shit they put on TV, and people watch it and believe this. They like, oh yeah, that's nothing fishy or weird is going on with this. Look at this. The shirts all say "Biden let us in." By the way, this is at the Mexico-U.S. border. They're all on their knees, like, oh, those poor people. Get the kids up front. Get that kid up front with the sign. Biden, let me in. I'm a poor little baby. Oh help! I'm so hungry. Get the kids up front. Make they got their masks on. Where do they get all these shirts? Was there a gift shop? Is there a Joe Biden let us in gift shop like on the way to the Mexico-US border or what? What is this? Why are they all on their knees? This is what's coming to America in, in the in the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. It's wide open. Nobody's stopping them. According to uh, these people, days away from a crisis, 100,000 illegal immigrants arrested. 100,000 thousand people were arrested at the u.s mexico border most for february in 15 years 
Reuters adding that a stunning 100,000 migrants were detained at the border in, in February, the highest arrest total since February 06. We're weeks, maybe even days away from a crisis on the southern border. Inaction is simply not an option. The Texas Democrat said in uh, recent uh, news on Thursday, our country is currently unprepared to handle a surge of migrants in the middle of a pandemic. Imagine. Imagine that. Are you saying that Trump was right all along about that? Huh. Office released figures showing the Border Patrol in Rio Grande Valley, Rio Grande Valley arrested 10,000 illegal immigrants in the past week alone. Well, that's, I mean, Biden's going to be dismantling ICE and the Border Patrol anyway, so this will be just go away. And it'll just be a... You know, and you can just go to America and say, I'm here now. Give me citizenship. That's apparently something that they're working on. So maybe I'll do that. I'll just cross down by the Montana or, you know, North Dakota border and I'll just hang out there and be like, I'm American now. I said so. I'll talk with an accent or something. Maybe I'll paint my face black. The the prime minister does it all the time. (laughs) According to Border Patrol data, agents also apprehended 5,700 unaccompanied child illegal immigrants in January. And you know where they are? They're in the cages. Oh, I'm sorry. Trump's When Trump was president, it was cages. When Biden's president, they're, uh, uh, what are they? Uh, <laughs> holding facilities or something? Right now, none of the migrants are being tested for COVID-19 by the Border Patrol. Again, these people believe the COVID, oh my God, this is a national security threat then. Hundreds of thousands of undocumented, unknown, who the hell could possibly have any idea who these people are, are just coming in with potentially dangerous disease. That's racist. We're not allowed to do anything about that. What we're seeing now at the border is the immediate result of the dismantlement of the system at the time it takes to rebuild it virtually from scratch. Yeah, it's uh, R.I.P., um, it ain't good. <laughs> Mother of God. Um, do I even have that? Yeah, okay. And then there's this. And we're going to get in the middle. This is, man, I have to collect myself for this. I'm going to get real mad. Fire Pixies says, riddle me this. When archaeologists discover human remains from many years ago, they only find male or female or just two genders? Mm. No, they'll find everything. They'll find foxkin people and, you know, tri-intersex uh Spectrum, Gizer, they pronoun, fucking. <sighs> it's it, it, it's becoming taxing just to exist, just to know that this is the way the world is trending and going, is stressful. Uh, especially if you have young children like I do. It's like, I don't know. In my defense, kids, it was not like this when you were born. (laughs) Things are really trending in a bad way. And uh, when I think, like, what's it going to look like in five years, ten years? Ooh. Man, I mean, think about how much damage has been done in just the last two years. Think about eight more of this. And when Justin Trudeau wins this election this summer, spring, summer, whenever it's going to be, that's going to be it. That's the fucking go. I mean, it's it's finished. As far as winning, like, like the PPC in the last part, like, that's over. That You miss that. That's never going to happen. Uh, now, so now the country's finished. Trillions of dollars in debt. It's destroyed. The economy's destroyed. Small businesses are gone. Wiped the fuck out. You know, ExxonMobil left Alberta. Like, it, it, Enbridge is canceling, uh, shutting their services down to Ontario. <laughs> Enjoy. You didn't hear that? It was on CBC. It was crazy. May 1st. They got to be out by May 1st. They're shutting that down. Enbridge. Bye bye. So that's going to be great. Lots of, that's won't affect fuel prices, I'm sure. I tell, you know, so now it's like, well, we couldn't, we couldn't steer the boat away from the, the iceberg. We went right into the goddamn thing. 
So now we go to the lifeboats, and that's going to be the form of uh, secession movements. Uh, they're happening all over the United States, and they're starting to gain steam in Canada um, because that's just the common sense thing to do. There's, it's that or, or violence, which we can't do. I, you know what I mean? Nobody wants that. If you do want that, you're fucking insane. You don't even know what you're asking for. Um, it's not good. And, and oftentimes, uh, you know, why don't you go read about some revolutions, you know, violent overthrows of governments? Um, doesn't end well. It usually makes everything a lot worse for a long time before it gets any better. So, you know, you're going to burn everything down and replace it with nothing. Then you have warlords and, you know, oh, you know, we've seen, uh, you've seen what people are like out there. Uh, meanwhile, this piece of shit is still running because the military in Canada is so racist. I'm going to get into that in a minute. It's so, ra it's so, so racist in Canada. It's unbelievable unbelievable that's why the minister of defense is a is an indian guy with a turban and that's why uh two of two of my probably favorite some of the better ncos uh, two of my favorite platoon warrants i've ever had were black men one of them won a military medal of valor which is second only victoria cross black guy because we're because we're so racist um one of the one of the top fucking pathfinder guys very very difficult job to train course to get his name's Muhammad, you know, brown guy, because we're so racist. Um, it's a, it's bullshit. It's just absolutely absurd, and it's just, um, who, who are you going to believe? You're going to believe the guys that were in the military, or are you going to, you know, and everybody's jumping on this victim bandwagon. Oh, I'm a minority. Can I get money? Uh, me? Can I fucking? No. There was no problem, and then all of a sudden, some people started crying racism all the time over and over, and now all of a sudden, yeah, you know what, I am, uh, I was discriminated against racially, but no, you fucking weren't. I highly, highly, highly fucking doubt it, actually. Former military ombudsman says he told Defense Minister Hajan, Sajan, three years ago about allegations of inappropriate behavior against then-Chief Defense Staff John Vance, who Trudeau says he doesn't know anything about, which is a lie. Gary Walborn told a House of Commit Commons committee yesterday that he met with Hazan on March 1st, 2018. So four fucking years ago. Informed him of the allegation against the now-retired general. Sajan had told him, told the same committee two weeks ago that he was surprised to learn about the allegation when it first reported last month. Oh, so you lied too? Really? You lied again, Harjeet? What is this, the fifth time you've been caught lying? Six? Seven? Does it matter? You're a liar. Everything you say now is considered to be a lie. I can't trust anything you fucking say. Jeez. More about vaccines. You know what I mean? McDonald steps aside as defense chief, military to launch investigation. At, you know, goes of misconduct. You'll never get... <sighs> it's a joke. And this... Okay, I'm going to read these first, and then I'm going to just take a deep breath and go for it. Because it's really upsetting. It's annoying me. It's it's controversial and it's going to piss some people off, but I really don't give a shit. I mean, somebody has to say it, so whatever. The Reverend Chad, nice to see you again, sir. I may be the oldest here and have never seen such nonsense. My old dad, oh, my old dad tells me every Sunday dinner to keep calm and stockpile food and lead. I guess that's basically all. I mean, what can we do? Deanna says a little funny uh, from Freedom Tunes. Two minutes, please play. I will do that, and that will give me the opportunity. I need to go take a take a quick break. Uh, per racist cows. Thank you for that. I will absolutely play that in a second. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. Thing. What are you doing? Come on. Um, father not dot. Feather not dot. Says dot guy. Minister of defense. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
dot guy. I don't think he's that. I don't know. Yeah, he's an in- Indian from India. Like, I'm, you know. Um, he's not the one that's banned from other countries. That's uh, that's the other prominent figure in Canadian politics. Jagmeet Singh. Again, super racist country. That's why so many people running things are not white because we're so racist and we're such a white supremacy is such a problem. You've got Ahmed Hussein, the immigrant from Somalia, who is the immigration minister, mass importing Somalians because we're so racist. Obviously. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It's fine. Uh, what's this? Full Draw Scarf says, friend of mine sent me this from Thailand. He ain't coming back. Yeah, well, what's it say? All British tourists now banned from vacations in Thailand or anywhere else. Wow. What? <laughs> World's getting smaller every minute. Every minute. Effective Monday. All Brits trying to leave the United Kingdom must prove they're not going on holiday. By present, you see, just holidays are banned now. By presenting a check-in in a previously downloaded government form, yes. Those suspected of trying to sneak out on vacation will be fined 200 pounds. So like $400. Be refused boarding and sent home as, re- as regards foreign travel. The only exception will be visits to Ireland. Nobody wants to go to Ireland. What a joke. I'm just kidding. Announcing the penalties, British Home Secretary Priti Patel Priti, said that going on holiday overseas was now illegal until the pandemic was under control, which will be never. She added that no end date was being announced because there isn't one, but the policy would be under regular review. No, it won't. The only legitimate reasons for foreign travel were now for work, education, significant medical reasons, or compassionate journeys to weddings and funerals. Yeah. Wow, man. Wow. That's, uh, that's pretty fucked. So... Here's here's a now okay I'm just gonna try to see how I want to talk about this. This is really um, pretty f- fucking frustrating. Uh, I didn't know about 1922. This is several years old now, and I didn't know about this was happening at the time because you know you're busy with other stuff. Where's lobster and DBs yet? No idea. Lobsters around somewhere. Being a lobster, being the high priest of the lobster cult. <laughs> um. What I'm talking like this so this social engineering, this social justice rampage is destroying everything. It's made people into permanent victims, and it's made them seek you know crazy outcomes to things that have. N- I guess the best way to, is just to go through it. And I'm, I'm talking again about uh, I I mean I knew this guy fairly well. He wasn't my best friend in the whole wide world, but I worked with him quite a bit. Lionel Desmond, he was a, uh, a corporal in the military, my old unit in the RCR, the flag back there, who lost his shit, went bananas, obviously, killed himself and his wife and their daughter and their his mother-in-law, I think. But, a, you know, had uh, was diagnosed with severe post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, had mefloquine poisoning like everybody else does, Huge lawsuit, massive multi, you know, class, uh, class not, what's it called? Not a class action, mass tort uh, litigation lawsuit from Howie Saxon Henry is ongoing right now. I'm part of it. Lots of guys are. Caused severe neurological dis- problems in a lot of people. Okay. Um, so some people decided or viewed this, sit- this tragic situation as an opportunity to advance their, their political agenda. Like this guy, Raymond Shepard, who wants to say the role of racism in the Lionel Desmond case. So racism is responsible for this 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 suicide and murder this this murder suicide situation. It's racism. 
because everything's racism now. In 2017, a young African Nova Scotian, I prefer Nova Scotian, but again, you people want to make everything about race. Uh, from Lincolnville, where uh, while living in Upper Track, he shot and killed his mother, his wife, and their 10-year-old daughter during a service in the forces after two stints in Afghanistan, suffering PTSD, faced consistent anti-black racism. It's quite the claim. Uh, it's important to understand that this racism can be a contributing factor to his PTSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, consistent anti-black racism. So, the second paragraph in here, Raymond Shepard, you just accused my entire regiment of being racist because that's where he fucking worked, where I worked, in the Royal Canadian Regiment. And if there was consistent anti-black racism, then that would have been where I worked, where I, you know, these are my guys, this is my neck of the woods. Apparently, we're all racist. Do you have any proof of this? Probably fucking not. African Nova Scotians have been in the military long before Canada became a nation. Yes, you're going to grandstand and, and do this political shit to push your BLM narrative. Where were you when all the... You didn't step out of fucking bed when the Anderson brothers killed themselves. Are, are you familiar with the Parker family? How about What about Herman Williams? Where were you for that one? Oh, uh, they weren't black, though. There's no way to capitalize monetarily on that. And trust me, he's going to try. It's in further, further on here. Um... Many Africans fought for Canada even when they were not welcome to do so. Many military brass and politicians said this is a white man's war. That was the 40s and the night in the early. Yeah, that's how it was back then. You know who wasn't alive back then? Lionel Desmond or me or you or anyone. Jesus. The CAF and its long history of anti-black racism. What? Oh, that's why we're giving them MMVs. And I had a platoon commander that was off. There's officers that are black. Many of them. There's a lot. Considering it's 4% of the fucking country. The immense sacrifices of African Nova Scotians are hardly recognized and or appreciated. Because 99% of the fucking people killed in those wars were white people. 99.9. So you want to stop everything. Ignore all of their, because their pain and suffering and, and sacrifices aren't worth jack shit, because they're not a BIPOC. You know, no, no. We need to set aside, let's give them a fucking month. Give them a whole month to talk about their fucking contribution. No one in the military gives you shit. Can you do your job or not? Are you going to help me get home alive or not? That's it. That's all that fucking matters. No one cares. In one of these, uh, I don't know if it's this one or another one. In one of these, they, it, there's some kind of scenario here. I've never even fucking heard of this. Yeah, here we go. One particular incident that stands out says, Borden, this motherfucker, Sheldon, Air Force, how's the pension? I got PTSD from the Air Force from never deploying somehow. Great. According to this guy who was never in the RCR, three guys had been harassing him and jumped him in the men's locker room men's locker room there's no lock what the fuck are you talking about and use racial slurs such as chocolate milk in reference to his wife and his sister successfully end up defending himself against the aggressors end up going to summary trial in response to the attack there would definitely be reports of that summary trial if we looked into it summary trial sheldon but if this is a white supremacist racist organization as you and your friend uh, shepherd claim 
Why would there be a trial? What, are, are you telling me that those men were punished and disciplined for something they may have done? That would be indicative of a not racist organization. If someone can considered that something happened, that seems to be racially motivated and then punished and disciplined those people for that offense. That would speak to the opposite thing being fucking true. You empty headed Muppet. It was clear he was subjected to much racism during his time. I nope. that's not clear. Actually. Look at this motherfucker. Testimony of Ruby. Ruben A. His name is literally Coward. That's hilarious. CD. Oh, wow. He stayed in for 12 years. Good for you. I have one of those. Do I get an opinion? Community advocate and retired NCO in the Air Force again. Lovely. I just got wicked deja vu. He's also the principal plaintiff in the class. Class action we'll discuss further on. I've read about this before, haven't I? I read this exact story before. I'm positive I have now. Mr. Coward states, <laughs> that's literally his word, his name. While I acknowledge and accept that Lionel had PTSD, in my humble opinion, and given all of my own experiences, which are not Lionel's because you're a different fucking person, I believe that PTSD Lionel occasioned was of a racist nature. And racism is trauma. How each of us deals with it remains to be seen. Moreover, it is wholly contingent upon the severity of both the trauma and the level of PTSD sustained. I simply don't want it to, to be said that Lionel merely had PTSD and it was only attributable to action he's seen. Racism is an action we see as well. Are you fucking implying that someone saying mean words and racial slurs is somehow worse than an extremely detrimental mental condition which you know incapacitates most people? and severely destroys their quality of life, and many of which end up committing suicide over. Are you, is that what you're fucking saying, Mr. Coward, Air Force guy, no deployments, never been to war, no fucking idea what he's talking about whatsoever? Are you sure? Are you really sure? Mr. Coward shared with me many, many incidents of anti-black racism. Most of them were probably fucking made up. And racial abuse he faced. Yo, did someone make a joke at you? His 2,000 words can't include them all. However, it's fair to say he endured much. I can't give you any examples... But trust me, it's a lot. Jesus, God. This is crazy. Oh, ooh, this is hard to read. <sighs> oh, man. Listen to this. <laughs> Who is this person? Somebody else met with harassment and discrimination. No examples. But the worst abuse came afterwards. When uh, NDHQ blamed the victim. Really? Why? Due to constant racism. Again, just constant. Just constant. This is just Sig Heils and, and, and clan hoods everywhere, dude. You should see it. It's crazy. From 2000 to 2003. So he did, his career was short, three years, the minimum amount of time. But at every posting he encountered, which would have been one, he would have had time to do basic training and then get posted once. So the one time he went anywhere, racial harassments and discrimination, again, no examples. His superiors at Borden force marched him. It's the army. Marching happens a lot. Until he had to be carried to the base hospital. Oh, he tapped out. Couldn't march, so he got on the fuck. That's what we fucking do. You march with a bunch of shit all the time. 
And many of the times, lots of people, the weak ones, can't do it. They do what you call falling out. It's a shameful thing. Nobody should do it. And it's very bad. And you'll be made fun of forever. If you fall out, you better have a good reason. Your foot's broken or something. I did a fucking force march for 12 goddamn kilometers. And as it would happen, my platoon warrant officer at that time was a black man named Jerry. And I did it on a broken foot because I would rather... My foot's broken, but I can't, you know, you can't fall out. This guy did. He had to be carried to the base hospital. He would have gone on a truck, and they drove him to the MIR because he's weak and he can't finish his fucking job. This guy sounds like he sucks. Denied him food and proper clothing on exercise. Very doubtful. The military issues you everything that you need. Very extensive amount of winter equipment. Uh, if he didn't bring it, that's his own stupidity. It's called a basic issue. You get all of the shit. Everybody gets all of the same shit. The exact same. But he apparently... No, there's like, hell no, I'm not giving that piece of shit no clothes. You don't, you're going to have to get your own fucking winter coat there, black boy. Is that what you think is going on there? I will not sit here and stand for these attacks on the... I mean, there's a lot of problems with Canadian forces. But this is absolutely fucking way, way over the goddamn line. Prompting a medical officer to initiate an investigation. Yeah. As is standard. It sounds like, oh, would you get uh, frostbite? Did you get fucking, you know, foot problems? What ha what was the result of the ed education as the investigation? Oh, it doesn't say. <laughs> it might. Mm, yeah, weird. Weird. They never came up with it. Oh, denial of service, verbal abuse. Yeah, it's the army. Like people are rude, man. Um. Oh, my God, this is brutal. And there's just more examples of other people with very vague, like, if you don't know the military, it sounds bad, but, like, this is, this is horseshit. The above examples of rate, hate, and gross intolerance support the premise. No, it doesn't. That Lionel Desmond, are you guys, are you guys sitting down before I read this fucking beauty? Oh, I want to fight this guy in a cage. Lionel Desmond most likely faced much racism in the Canadian Armed Forces, and therefore it is an inescapable, logical, and reasonable conclusion that he suffered from PTSD and post-traumatic slavery disorder. Whew. Okay. That is a fucking mouthful. The elephant in the room here is racism, and unfortunately this most likely will not be included. Uh, or it's taking over as the primary fucking narrative and not the fact that the, uh, the, the health system does not take care of the guys like it should. It's incredibly uh, ill-conceived and not managed properly at all. Uh, the government throws us away like garbage when we're done. And there is no real effective treatment for any of these things. They really don't care. It's not a priority. Never mind the fact that they, they gave us a, uh, oh, uh, a drug called larium or mefloquine that literally melts your fucking brainstem and uh, gives you sy symptoms like, p extreme like PTSD symptoms. Can cause uh, a lot of psychological problems, breaks from reality, psychosis, uh, extreme aggression, extreme depression, sleep problems, paranoia. It's, it's awesome. No, it's racism. 
That's what it was. Post-traumatic post-traumatic slavery disorder. And that fucking guy, um, I didn't want to put it on my my uh, my 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 page like this social media for anything because I don't want to turn this into a into a thing. But um, oh, hang on, I gotta close this. This fucking guy, this uh, Sheldon Borden, um, that's fighting words, man. You're gonna sit there and you're gonna call, you're gonna say my entire you my whole unit is ra extremely racist. And your your evidence of that is somebody sounds like they made a joke about his wife once upon a time without any context at all. And oh trust me, there's so much racism. I can't I can't talk about it now, but trust me, there's tons. Oh, okay. Well, making that's a pretty serious fucking allegation. You should probably provide evidence. Otherwise, that's slander. You're slandering and def and, and defaming and libeling the entire Royal Canadian Regiment. Fuck you. Fuck you all the fucking way. Uh, you're a disgrace. You should never be given a uniform. And um, I would rather have Lionel Desmond back for 48 hours in exchange for your entire fucking life and your entire existence. But anyway. War LJ89 says they won't even let you keep PTSD. You have to steal that as well. That's right. No, everyone has PTSD. Post-traumatic slavery disorder now. Fucking bull. Ugh. It's the inescapable logical conclusion. Yep. That sure is what it... It's definitely that the guy wasn't super fucked up and that when he went to the hospital, they turned him away and said, nah, go home, fuck off, suck it up. We don't have time for you. That had nothing to do with it. Nope. Or that he was left to his own devices, given all kinds of cocktails of drugs, developed a drinking problem. Nope. It was racism. It was all because of racism. I'm done. I, I mean, this is, this is, yeah. I, I'm, it, this kind of shit basically makes it impossible for anyone to even take claims of racism seriously ever. Because it's like, <laughs> feather not dot. Oh, I get it. You're that kind of Indian. Feather not dot. <laughs> Native American. My mother was Cree. There we go. Uh, thus, my feather. And my father was German. I'm 16 years older than you. Please let me thank you for your service. I enjoy my freedom because of awesome people. No, you enjoy your freedom because uh, you you take it yourself. We didn't, you know, don't don't thank me for it. Apparently, uh, I'm just a racist and we're all, you know, Klansmen in hoods now, apparently. Sheldon Borden, Air Force Super Commando who is apparently a fucking authority on mental health now and sent me some nice messages in the DMs. Oh, fuck. He wants to fight me. <laughs> well, maybe that has to happen. That's your response because you're so not guilty. You're so not busted. The fuck did I even say to this asshole? I'm just going to read what I said. I don't want to show the post or anything because I don't want other people getting involved. Um... Uh, blah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, he's got, he's, you know, he's got a substantial financial ride for his personal suffering and PTSD. Time served from the unit canteen waiting in line for more than IMO squares. The horrors of never deploying are truly unspeakable. I worked with Lionel many times and can say wholeheartedly everybody liked the guy. He was hilarious. He was great for morale and nearly 15 years in the CF. I never once saw anything resembling racist treatment. In fact, as many complaints and failures I can attest to giving the CAF, racism isn't one of them. Saying this is maybe a problem in your fucked up corner of this circus, Curly knows the CNF as the CF, but you weren't a royal or even an infantier, so maybe shut your mouth. I did, however, encounter a lot of piss bags that would claim their disciplinary measures from their chain of command, shortcomings, and failures were anything but their own fault. 
Would you fit into the latter category of fast round about you? Oh. The reverberations of pain felt throughout the regiment every time this happens is always awful, regardless of what ethnicity the soldier was. These men are our family, the only ones that can ever understand who we are as we were forged in that nightmare together as a family. Every loss is substantial and irreplaceable. The same regiment that mourned the loss of Anthony Graham on the previous rotation? Black man killed. Awful. Everyone, you know, proudly employs outstanding African Muslim Sikh soldiers. The current minister, if you haven't noticed. Two of my favorite platoon warrants were black men. One was awarded a well-deserved military medal of valor, second only to the Victoria Cross. Weird the Ku Klux Klan would do that. Quite a streak of slipping through the cracks for such a racist organization. Everyone is held to the same standard. Everyone. To suggest otherwise is opportunistic slander. At best, you have no idea what you are talking about. Stay in your lane, which is apparently fiction writing, and 14 daylight duty chits. There's uneven ground ahead, I suggest you turn back. Ropatria, fuck that guy. I'm going to read these super chats. <laughs> Feather Not Dot says, please don't tell racist jokes. Some of my best friends are racist. <laughs> You guys are the best. CRJ says the RCR is so racist, even I and SS Reichsführer felt uncomfortable. Literally shaking right now. I know. The fucking, yeah, the Royals are the worst, man. They're just a bunch of, you should see what the Patricians are like. They do lynchings out there. Pumpkin Launcher says, one time in Padawawa, I witnessed horrific racism. The milk dispenser had a sign saying, white milk only today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Uh, all right, not going to play that funny thing. And, uh, yeah, maybe I was going to go take a break, but we're pretty much done now anyway, so I'm going to play we'll play it towards the end. Uh, the RCR is, is racist against everything not RCR, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know what you guys were saying in the chat there. I, I couldn't pay attention to it because it I'm just too, uh, man, that is an offensive fucking thing to say. That's really disgusting. That's really, really, really fucking disgusting, to be honest. Um, wow, I mean... Post-traumatic slavery disorder. That's a new one. That's great. You know, where's my? Uh, well, then I guess if, if if you can somehow inherit trauma from the past generations ago of people that you've never even met, again, I want my castle back. I want my my castle and holdings of Dingwall back. I want my my titles reinstated. I want my I want my duchy. Give me, give it back. Give it back. Now, well, speaking of racism, uh, who's it that sent this in? I can't remember. Was it Fire Pixie or somebody? Please play. Will do. Uh, let's see what uh, this is. What a gee! I need to. I need to get the taste out of my mouth. So. That's loud. We know you're a socially conscious vegan who doesn't like the idea of eating animals. But what if we told you some cows are racist? <laughs> Here at Cancelled Cattle Ranch, we only kill bigoted bovine who can't be rehabilitated. Each and every one of our cows has tweeted something racially insensitive in the past. And sometimes you just can't teach an old cow new tricks. After a sensitivity training course, one of our intersectional specialists determines which of our cows are woke and which ones should be set aside for slaughter. I'm usually vegan, but some cows deserve to die. That's why I eat cancelled cattle. That's right. Each and every animal we slaughter hates black people. Uh, how do we know that cow put that hat on itself? <laughs> uh, 
Why are you always defending racists, Carl? I was just playing devil's advocate! Oh! And now introducing Cancelled Cattle's newest product, Soy Boy Green. Cancelled Cattle <laughs> needs your support now more than ever. Believe it or not, the regulators are trying to shut us down for inhumane treatment of livestock. Can you believe they're trying to protect racists? Remember, the less of our beef you buy, the more racist cows get away with it. Cancelled Cattle. <laughs> Cruelty guaranteed. Yeah. Just the way we like it. <laughs> hey folks, thank you so much for watching. Freedom Please Tunes like, is on YouTube comment. somewhere. Some people are asking for the link. I don't know. I don't know. What is it? Where is it? Freedom Tunes on YouTube, big channel, 560,000 subscribers. You can't miss them. You can't miss them. Um, ooh, let me get out of here. Oh, D's, dude, thanks. That's very generous of you. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I can't believe this is my life. I don't know how we do. I don't know. Uh, NYC bit, thanks, man. He said this. The guy's pathetic, and there's nothing to take personal. But I do understand you take it personal. Well, I mean, kind of, yeah. He basically called me racist. I was in that unit, and we were all apparently very racist to him. Apparently. So I guess that's me. Uh, but was that guy named Coward? Are we in a simulation? Yeah, his name was Coward. Reuben Coward. Air Force. Three years. Never did shit. He's an authority. Feels like you're turning tricks sometimes. <laughs> basically, that is basically what I'm doing, isn't it? Oh, legit Marxism in 60 seconds, right? Uh, what else is going on? Man, there's a lot of people over there. I think that's pretty much going to wind it down. I don't think there's anything else. Uh... <laughs> uh, well, no, actually, no. There's <laughs> something else really terrifying I kind of want to look at. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh... <laughs> it's, pr I mean, damn. Look at this shit, man. So the only right-wing party in Germany versus all of the other left-wing parties, I mean, they've done really well. It's kind of surprising that they got as far as they did. Uh, Merkel's still in charge. She's just president for life, apparently. German intelligence agency puts them under state surveillance. Is the People's Party of Canada under state surveillance? Would they be notified if they were? Hmm. The entirety of the populist right-wing party AFD has been placed uh, alternative for Deutschland has been placed under or under surveillance by Germany's state intelligence only months before national elections. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Unbelievable. Uh, BFV President Thomas Haldenwang told the leaders of the regional domestic security branches that the AFD has been monitored as a suspected case of far-right extremism. Yeah, the BFV, which was set up after the fall of Nazi Germany to protect democracy had previously labeled the party's youth division and a section of the party known as the wing a suspected extremist. The AFD is currently the biggest opposition party in the grand coalition of center-right and center-left parties led by Angela Merkel, who would ally with every other political party in Germany to keep these people out, uh, with the party standing against immigration, radical Islam, and uh, for other strong populist policies. Imagine people getting what they all want. That's what everybody wants, and imagine getting it. The announcement from the BFV comes just weeks after before regional elections. <laughs> Oh, we have an election coming up. We better start spying on our political opponents with our fucking intelligence agency. 
So we can find dirt and ways to destroy them. We'll know their plans and we'll own it. Yeah, no, it's, that's fine. This is a great fucking quote here. Another uh, a lawyer. Uh, you know you're living in Germany when one and a half weeks ahead of two important regional elections and just a few months before the national election, the domestic secret service declares the biggest opposition party to be, specific, to be suspicious, says Jürgen Braun. <laughs> you know you're living in Germany, then. Yeah, no kidding. Crisby, the Diagonal land transfer title fee paid. Well, there we're now we're getting somewhere. We just have to, we just need a social justice activist group to get me my uh, my castle back. Uh. <laughs> There's another. I mean, this is just extra nonsense. Um, Amanda Gorman, a poet. Again, are we doing? Are we segregating? A poet who happens to be black. Because it doesn't matter. You're a poet. You write stuff. Is it any good? I don't give a shit what you look like. Rose to notoriety after speaking at President Biden's inauguration. She's publishing a book of poetry, which will be translated in Dutch. Okay. So far, so good. Gorman chose a female Dutch author to translate her work. So the black poet chose someone to translate her work. Consented to it. But a Dutch activist, Dutch Alex Hundert, apparently, uh, had other plans. She rallied the woke mobsters to express their disgust that a white woman would be translating the work of a black poet. After the backlash, the white translator pulled out and decided she will not translate the book of poetry. Apparently, to be woke, we have to segregate poetry. No, I think we might have to segregate everything. Because that's these people will not ever stop, and that's that's the Dutch. That's in the Netherlands. This shit is everywhere. It's not one school. It's not one state. It's not even one country. It's global. It's everywhere. It's in Australia. It's in New Zealand. Uh, that's a lot of organization. That's that's a mind virus at best. At best, this is unintentional, but it happened. Uh, the wokeness got out of control. And now it's just a runaway train. That's the best case scenario. The worst case scenario, obviously, being that, no, this is all very, very much intentional. And uh, there's been a long game being played to completely shatter and, and destroy Western civilization and then providing an opportunity in the future to enslave everybody once the old orders of, you know, power, you know, lever pulling have been annihilated. Uh, someone else can just, you know, swoop in here and save the day and fix everything. Uh, what are the odds every every country would just start hating white people? You know, <laughs> what happened? What's you know weird? You know how that idea spread around so fast? CRJ, thank dude, thanks. You guys are crazy. I, thanks, man. This is your life at the moment. Yelling into a computer beside a space heater by a pile of debris and saving people by inspiring us and restoring our mental health like you wouldn't believe. I was not well before I found this community. Well, I'm glad to hear that, man. I hope you're doing better. Um, I'm just hanging out, man. I'm just doing this and shooting my mouth off is what I've been best at doing for my career. In between lynchings and stabbings of the blacks and, you know, the things we used to do in the RCR. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we made sure we got rid of them blacks. Uh, some of them slipped through, but we, we tried our best. We really tried to. <laughs> but I do believe that you have to find um you know, I now I find the funny side. You know, they kind of almost go full joker here. Now I see. Now I'm always smiling. You know? Now I see the funny side. 
Uh, you have to. If you take it too seriously, you go crazy, and they're trying to break people mentally and spiritually. And once you're broken and defeated, you're you're gonna comply with whatever. You just don't care. Um, you gotta. You can't. You, and and if you're if you're laughing and you're having fun and you feel better, that has an impact on your mental health. Every moment where you can feel better is is a win. Um, you know, it's like an ice cube. You know, the longer it stays in the freezer, the longer it's going to stay ice if you bring it out you know what i mean it's going to affect it one way or another you spend all your time uh you know engrossed in in nonsense and in hateful craziness it's not gonna be good for you you're probably gonna get depressed and angry um if you have at least anything that you can do that makes you happy laugh whatever you get a positive reaction from it that's a good thing that will make you feel better so you know i'm i'm just i'm just an idiot you know don't listen to me but <laughs> Oh, what are you guys talking about? Discord? They just hate. They do. Sympathetic fucks are the reason we get here. Well, it's it's um it's a combination of things. Um, it's just it, I I don't know. I go back and forth. Sometimes like I think it is intentional. Other times I think it's just accidental. But maybe it's a combination of both. They've definitely taken offense. Like again, you want to talk about white the flaws of white people because there's so many. Uh, we have the highest scores for empathy in the world. White women, especially, are the most empathetic people on earth. That's a fact. And uh, politics has shifted towards selling uh, empathy to get what you want. We want open board. We want we want way more migrants. Like, how do we do that? Well, we make we make everybody feel bad about it. We're gonna make all the women sad. We're gonna show them dead kids and you know what I mean, poor people. Oh, please let me in. And they're gonna feel sad and they're gonna want to do something. And we, well, they all vote now too, right? So that's good. So now we can, you know, manipulate them this way, and we'll, we'll keep messaging them with, uh, you know, give to, to activate that empathy. They'll start act activist groups. They're going to want to help the poor, you know, and they're they're doing what we want. They're doing our job for us. Whereas, you know, other countries, <laughs> like China, for instance, would say, "Yeah, that sucks, but um, that's not our problem." And uh, we look, we're, we're looking after our own people first. That, that's terrible, but, you know, what can you do? Uh, we can't be everywhere at once. We're not the world police. It's not our job. So. Um, and and to, to do this would actually undermine our own country. It would uh, dilute the national identity and culture. Um, that's not desirable. Dilute national unity. That's bad, too. Causes uh, friction and violence and infighting. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any... Yeah, I feel bad for those people, but the people I have now, they're my priority, and, and bringing these people here is going to be bad for the people that are here, who, again, are my priority. So no thank you. That's what sane countries are doing. But we've been taken over by again, radical feminine. A lot of the men, so-called, that are in charge are not men. They're spineless oafs. They're cowards. They can't face reality like that, like that mass migration is a bad idea. Bad idea. From, from from cultures that are not like ours, not the same. This is just a basic fact. Of life. Let's just, uh, hmm, let's see. <laughs> let's put, <laughs> what game can you play? Let's take a bunch of people from, I don't know, let's take a bunch of Somalian warlords, like, like, that, like pirates and those guys, and then we're going to put uh, all of them, as many as we can get, and we're going to jam them in, uh, hmm, I don't know. Saudi, uh, no, not Saudi Arabia. Uh, where? Japan? Tokyo? Let's do that. Let's do that. Surely there's such a difference. There's such a radical cultural difference between these two groups of people. The only possible explanation and outcome 
is rainbows and hugging and profits and and safety and everyone just having a great fucking time. Obviously, right? No, obviously not. But they don't have the balls to even talk about it. They're all compromised. They all take the money. They take the Chinese money, the Saudi money. You're never going to hear Aaron O'Toole talk about any of this stuff. You're never going to hear any of them talk about this stuff. It's safe because all of the work, the billionaires, the establishment, the, the media empire, they like the racial division. They encourage you to shit on white people. That's the preferred mindset. Do you remember the charts that they showed where it was like white traitor and white abolitionist? Like those are the best things to be. That's what they're teaching kids. And then there's like or a white traitor. You know what I mean? And, and then there was like, oh, there's like Nazis and white supremacists. And it was like basically telling people that, you know, people that think like us are, are those people. That's bad. So <laughs> it's not even enough to not say anything. They say silence is violence. If you're not actively shitting on white people all the time. You're racist. Even the people that are the white allies have to admit that they are inherently racist because they're white. They're at the bottom of the hierarchy. And, oh, well, we're just here to basically lick your boots and be your white allies, and we understand. Even even them, they're getting. They're not even good enough, and they never will be. It's sick. It's insane. And it's got to stop. I'm I'm really tired of this. I'm I'm never teaching my kids any of this shit. Um, whatever happened when we were kids, it was be proud of who you are. Be proud of who we are and be proud of where he came from, wherever that is. That's just a general rule of life. Not to the point of arrogance where you don't listen to other people. You know what I mean? You shouldn't hate yourself or feel any kind of shame simply because of who you are and where you came from or, or whatever, right? That's crazy. That's evil to make people think that. But for some reason, it's okay to do to white people now. Fire Pixie, thank you so much. What the hell is going on here? I was trying to leave, but now maybe not. I found you through Ryan Dawson, and ever since they ovened him, I can't ever watch him. So I appreciate you being here, and your base community did this is just to say thanks, man. Well, you're you're more than welcome. Ryan is um, somewhere now. He still has ANCReport.com. I think he has – he's working on something. PeerTube, maybe? You'll have to go over there and go to his forums or something, but I'm sure those guys can, can let you know. He's definitely not gone. Uh, that guy's relentless. He's been doing this for like 15 years, 20 years now. Banned over and over and over. And, I mean – you know, he's uh, he's the guy you learn from how to how to survive in the world of the banning. But it's it's getting worse than ever now, and they're going to keep coming after us. Um, he'll never give up. God bless him, says Anderson Paladin. That's right. Thank you for the subscription, Mr. Paladin, as well. That's what these little tags mean. I don't notice them until I see them in the chat, so that way I know who the subscribers are and who's not. Um, anyway, the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> Talk racism stuff, right? It's uh, it's only going to end in violence. Scott McLean, CNN 10 was being added as propaganda to social studies classes here. Uh, according to my son, he argued his way out of the class, having to be subjected to it anymore by calling it as fake. Good for him. Drops a sense. Look at you. Haven't seen you in a little while. Thank you so much, man. As the irrational mob gets crazier, dag along grows stronger. That's another thing. It's like you're stretching an elastic band and it can only go so far. Um, you're pushing people to the extremes by making it impossible to occupy the center where most people like to be. Most people want to be in the center. They want to be balanced. They want to be like, I don't really want to commit to any. I just want to live my life and be left alone. I don't want to be forced to commit to any extreme you know, political. You know what I mean? That's where most people like to be. And these fucking maniacs are making that impossible. They say, no, that's, 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 uh, that's white supremacy. 
Not knowing that you're a white supremacist makes you a white supremacist. So there's that. You're, you're inherently racist. Colonialism, you know, all of this. These are things you have to feel bad about. Well, I don't want it. No, pick a side. Right now, kiss that man's boots. Black Lives Matter. Donate now or we'll fucking mob your business. What? I don't. I just want to watch the hockey game. Fucking give us your money. Reparations, bitch. Black Lives Matter. Put it in your window. Put it in your Facebook profile right now. If you don't, ooh, there's going to be problems. Well, I just, oh, I guess you're a fucking Nazi then. Are you a Nazi? I'm not a, that's what a Nazi would say. <laughs> How does this end well? This, this pattern, this spiral we're in ends in civil war always. How does it not? What avenues can anyone foresee coming up in the future? You know, left turn here, right turn there. Where can we go from here that doesn't end up in everybody killing everybody? All of this, you know, racist nonsense is going to be undone. There's only, um, there's only two ways this ends because they've just gotten mad with power and have completely lost their fucking minds and they're just, you know. They're either going to eat everything up until there's nothing left and they're going to destroy us all or there's going to reach a point where white people are just had enough and it's going to get really, really fucking ugly. Really ugly. You know, because, I mean, you, you can't hide reality forever. You keep doing this stuff, people are going to notice. People that aren't, they're, they're just trying to mind their own business, are going to become interested in the situation when they're missing out on opportunities or having lost job you know, opportunities. Oh, you can't get this job unless you're a BIPOC person, right? Like, But I really wanted that job. I worked here a long time. Yeah, but, you know, BIPOC, so. Sorry. Like, what? Like, I didn't do anything wrong. I, no, well, you did, though. I mean, you are white, so. I, what? I've worked here my whole life. I, well, you know what? Maybe you should give that job up and give it to a BIPOC person. What? How to make a Nazi in five easy steps, you fucking retards. Every time you do this to somebody, you're, you know, it's like that meme, like, who radicalized you? You did. Like, yeah. I'm not going out looking for this stuff. It comes to me. I'm just trying to live my life. We all are. And it's like, oh, no, you can't say this now. Oh, Dr. Seuss is banned. Oh, no, the potato head is got to throw that out. You got to. Okay. You know what I mean? There's going to be a point where th th there's a there's a faction of people that were already on board with this that knew what the fuck was coming and they're just waiting for it. And then there's a rapidly growing group of other people slowly thinking about maybe they're right. Maybe this is not going to end well. And then there's all the people in the middle trying to live their lives, and you're just driving them crazy. You're just driving them absolutely fucking crazy over, out, of, out of their minds with this stuff. And if you think they're not, you know, when they post this stuff, this mainline garbage on, on YouTube and on Facebook, and on, I don't believe that the majority of people are into this. They're not. Because the, the, the like-to-dislike ratio is always insane, or it's disabled entirely. You know, the Twitter feed is just like, whoa, you know. There's a lot of people that are not down with this, man. And uh, you're just pissing them off and making it worse and worse. So, <laughs> I don't know. The Reverend Chad. Hello, sir. I'm going to get stoned and drunk, then do some late night food and ammo orders. Where is one quick dub? Quick dub's around. I was actually just talking to him earlier on the phone. He's around looking at buying a truck, doing stuff. He's just, you know, taking a break. Mine is doing a shit. But uh, he'll appreciate you asked about him. Uh, James Fitzgerald. Thank you, man. Jesus Christ. Says, I get the angle on the white women. 
But what's the strategy behind antagonizing the race with some of the most successful militant males in history? Also, I'm not just saying this because I'm drunk. <laughs> but I love you, man, and it'd be lost without you. Long live Love live. I think he means long live Dagalong. By the way, I'm going to need that flag when I do the grand tour from Idaho to Florida in October. That would be amazing. James Fitzgerald, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm going to get that flag made. I got to get on that. Maybe this weekend I'll try to get a hold of somebody. Uh, read that. Thank you, man. Uh, Fire Pixie says, Bucking YouTube. Jesus Christ, thank you. Bucking YouTube oven uh, right side broadcasting network yesterday. It's just a news channel. The censorship is beyond clown world at this point. Hashtag save Ryan Dawson. Ansi report. Rainbow Frog. Uh, <laughs> I miss Rainbow Frog. R.I.P. Rainbow Frog. Jessica, what the fuck happened to not caring what other people think about you, right? What happened to sticks and stones? That used to be a thing. When did it stop being a thing? <laughs> why is it? Why did it stop being a thing? I don't know. I don't know why it didn't, but it, it needs to. It really, really fucking needs to. I don't know. Am I wrong? What do you guys think? Um, I mean... We're just we're just beyond now. And I was talking to a friend of mine. I don't know. I don't know if I want to get into it anymore. <laughs> just, I mean, Cardi B, wet ass pussy. Song of the year. We love it. Yay. PewDiePie criticizing the mutus industry. <laughs> Banned. What? Dr. Seuss. Band. That's literally a prostitute dancing for children. Yeah, but she's not racist, though. In fact, that's a strong pop-pop woman. So why don't you shut your privileged-ass face up before I shut it up for you, motherfucker. What? What is going on? That's a role model. Nicki Minaj and Cardi B are role models. With their titties and their ass out. Yay all day. Have questions about things, though. Ban Dr. Seuss, Mr. Potato Head. It's never going to... Aunt Jemima. Remember Aunt Jemima? Before? Literally erased. Like, do you understand? It's off the shelves, like, the, fate, the whole thing. It's like a warm memory of your child. Remember Aunt Jemima? Loved it. Loved this, you know, horrible for you, it turns out. Very carcinogenic. Get the real stuff. But anyway, you know, now it's gone. So the, the line is severed. Now every new person that's born in the in the conveyor belt of people, there's no Aunt Jemima. Eventually we're going to be like older. I'm going to be 50 and I'll be like something remind me. Remember Aunt Jemima? It'll be me and some other 50-year-old man and we'll be laughing about it. And everyone else will go, what the fuck are they even talking about? They erased it. It's gone. Uncle Ben's gone. It's erased. It's erased. We're under attack. And there's people that won't see it or can't see it. They're afraid to even look because the implications of that are very serious. And I, I do believe that. We we are definitely under attack. This can't all be accidental. This can't all be just how the fucking ball bounced down the hill. It's like if you threw a big boulder down a hill and it just so happened to bounce into such a direction that it destroyed every one of your enemy's houses through town. And you'd be like, I don't know how we did it, but they controlled that boulder somehow. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds that it destroyed everything? It destroyed everything that it... Man, that is fortunate for the person that pushed that boulder. That is so unlikely that they almost seems like they have some kind of intelligence over it. Uh, they're attacking our culture, our history, our music, our movies, our books, 
are historical figures. Statues are being torn down. The national anthems are being rewritten. People are being phased off the money and everything. Uh, I mean, when you really sit and think about it, this should alarm you. How much further will it go? Are we just getting started? How long until they start erasing actual people? When when will the, when will be the first person to get erased and just banned from view? I.e., taken away, because every time these authoritarian type mind viruses get a hold of everything, as they've clearly done now, they do whatever they want. They're above reproach. They're above the law. They're above inspection. You know, the we scare charity scandal think Trudeau, just, give us the documents and we're going to find out what, what you did and what you didn't do. Just redacted every page. It's just the color black for 28 pages or 30, you know. And there's nothing to be done. They do whatever they want. Sooner or later, they start using their power against the people they don't like. Right? As Twitter is purging people from its platform because it doesn't like you and YouTube and everything else. The people in the government, like AOC and these extremely dangerous, narcissistic, crazy, like Christopher Freeland's very dangerous. She frightens me. Catherine McKenna would be very scary as prime minister. Um, I mean, there's a lot of them. Like, imagine this person with, like, way more power than they should ever have and what kind of fucking things they think it would be okay to do. It's not, it's not a good thing to imagine. They always do it. This is what always happens. Eventually, they start getting rid of actual people because the government, you know, because they can. I'm the government. They're going to want to use that power. Hey, we've got camps built now, and we've got laws to put them there. P.S. Section 13, hate speech laws, give us your guns. Not saying, not accusing them of planning anything. I'm saying the conditions for that nightmare to happen ha are being fulfilled, which is what you're supposed to stop from happening. Because if the conditions for that nightmare to happen... Uh, can't be fulfilled like gun confiscation, like hate speech laws, like censorship, like to, like you know assigning a class uh, to target population as like wrong, wrong and bad. If if none of those things can happen, uh, nightmare scenarios uh, can't take place. So that's why we protect these things like free speech, like the right to have private firearm ownership, like the right to have dissenting opinions. Like the right to not have a fucking tyrannical government that can tell you if you can see your own kids and have sex with your own wife or not. That's why we fight those things. Because if you don't, inevitably it leads to the nightmare. Sooner or later, somebody is going to occupy that seat and they're not going to be a good person. So let's, let, let's not run that risk. If, if the choice is between that not happening and, and some fucking bitch named Karen with purple hair who, who identifies as a genderqueer fucking her feelings being hurt, I will fucking genocide her feelings every single time. Oh, man. And I would do it in slow motion on instant replay. I mean, that's what's at stake here. We're literally talking about the end of civilization or offending people. This is fucking gone way too far and that's why i say a lot of this stuff because it's like i'm not afraid to say it you have to say it you have to you have to stop it if we don't stop it from like you can't just let us no you can't say that you can't say that you can't do that either that's canceled that's over that's it no 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 stop stop the bus right now stop the fucking bus right now
Well, why? Well, because I saw a sign back there that said Gulag 13 kilometers. <laughs> Boom! You know, that's enough. I've been going on way too long. I don't know even what I was just ranting about, but it was probably incoherent and insane. War Relish 89 says Trudeau decided blackface would work in regards to the papers as well. Just, just I know. Uh, feather not dot South Africa. Hey! You know, and they lie about it too. They lie about what's happening. They write an anti-hate article, but they literally do this. It's just not happening regarding the violence against white people in, in South Africa and the government encouraging it and talking about wiping them out. We're not saying to kill all the white people, at least not yet. We played that clip, Henrik and I, at Red Ice TV, Henrik Palmgren. We played that clip and remarked on how insane it is. And then anti-hate wrote the article, said the things that we said, didn't reference the clip or mention that it existed at all, and inferred that it didn't, and we're just insane and made it all up. That's what the media is going to do. If people start disappearing, and, well, that didn't even happen. That didn't even happen, you guys. There never was a brother Carl, you know? <laughs> Where's my brother Carl? He never existed. Are you insane? Maybe you need to go somewhere, too. That's what the Soviets did. Anybody that questioned the narrative and started getting a little feisty, they said they were, well... You sound like you might be mentally disturbed, sir. <laughs> and then they take you away. Oh. I don't like where it's going at all. Reich, I thought I got a counterfeit $10 bill the other day. Apparently I don't spend enough money, right? Oh, yeah. I know. It's getting weird. It's getting weird out there. Uh, Fire Pixie says, you got to have Ryan on for stream 109. I'm serious. Maybe. What am I on now? Six, seven, eight. That'd be next week. I'll see if I can get hold of him. Um, and I think I read all of those. I'm so thirsty. I talked so much. <laughs> what do you guys think? Am I crazy? Am I insane? Probably. Um, I wish I could upload this to YouTube, but I uh, can't. So, you know, <laughs> I might be able to stream there again in a couple of weeks. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm going to use it till they kick me off, obviously, because the whole point is to just say the thing so people hear them and it has an effect. And if the more people, the better would be good, obviously, right? Because if I'm trying to point out something that I think is scary and crazy and we need to pay attention to, like, because I'm really concerned about it, and so are a lot of other people, um, talking to one person about it is not a, is not the most efficient way to go about it. So, you know. Um, well, I'm short and long of thanks to hear. I'm glad to hear that, man. If your your day's better because of this fucking nonsense, that, that makes me happy. Um, <laughs> you got to see the Italian chick from New York lay into Cuomo. Beautiful. Send me that link and then we'll leave on that. Somebody find me that. Italian women are the best. <laughs> oh, man. The Italian women. I could just Google it myself. I'm just looking at the chat like it's going to just materialize. Italian woman. Cuomo. I wonder if it's here. Videos. Mm. Oh, this is going to be hard to find. This is going to be hard to find, you guys. And then I'm going to have to go home. It has to be stream 109. <laughs> yeah. What about Nigeria? Aren't they begging the racist or white or whatever farmers to come back now? I think that was South Africa for a little while because they were losing a lot of them. Uh, and a lot of them were being murdered and such. So, you know, <laughs> they don't like it too much. A couple more the other day. But it's just not happening. It's just not. It's just not happening. What is that huge graveyard? What is that? There's crosses that stretch for kilometers and kilometers. Those are all the murdered farmers. It's just not happening. Says here they boiled this kid alive in front of his parents and then shot them to death. It's just not happening. It's just not. 
Kill the boar! Kill the boar! Kill the boar! Are they chanting kill the boar? There's hundreds, there's thousands of them chanting kill the white people. It's just not happening. I mean, I don't believe things for no reason. I'm not insane. I see something and I go, whoa, uh-oh. And that's what my brain interprets it to be. Uh-oh, kill all of anything. Uh-oh, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> kill all the, insert the blank, that's never good. <laughs> that That is an out-of-control murder train. Okay? When you have a giant group of people just say, just fucking kill them all! Whoa. Like, do you think that's going to be done in an orderly fashion? Carnage like you wouldn't fucking believe is about to ensue when that happens. Like, ask the fucking Bosnia guys. Dude, I came in, you know, crazy shit. Like, you wouldn't, you know? One of the crazy, the craziest of Bosnia story I ever heard. Oh, my God, he found it. Is, uh, and then I really have to go. This is getting late. Um... The guys got there in the midst of a genocide because multiculti. You had Christian people living there. You had Muslim people living there. You, it was the Serbians, the Croatians, and the, who was the third? There was like three different factions, massive civil war. And um, they came into this town, and they were like, where is everybody? I don't know where, uh, I don't know where the town is. It's weird. It's weird. And then they went to the church, and the whole town was in the church, dead massacred woof that would be something to see hey sarge <laughs> come check out my future fucking mental health release claim <laughs> woof yeah that's a couple hundred dead people all stacked into the church dead shot fucking hacked up that's uh, something else huh so when there's big groups of people going, Rah! like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, ee, ooh, you know, my instinct is just, okay, where are the guns and the bullets and the, the you know, we're, you know, it's just, <laughs> I like to live. I like to survive. And when I see danger ahead, I, you know, try to act accordingly. Um, I guarantee there's probably somebody in here that's heard that story before that Bosnia story that wouldn't always stuck with me. I was like, that's crazy. I'm like a 17 year old in the army. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was literally playing video games like one week ago, and now it's like my first week in the army, and this fucking crazy old fucking Bosnian guy, he was in Manic Pocket too. The guy did a couple of tours, and they were both insane. I'm like, and he's fucked. He's just completely bald head. He's got like dead eyes. He looks like a murderer. <laughs> and we're like, and he's just, they're all fucking dead in there, just stacked up. Just fucking hundreds of them, you know? Just dead. Whole town like that. And they took the whole fucking town like that. Just killed them all. Little fucking dead babies and everything, bud. You should have seen it. Frozen in place. Fucking dead face. Dead baby face. As soon as you open the door, hundreds of them. I'm 17. Like, what? What the fuck is going on? What job do I have? <laughs> Best job in the world. <laughs> Best job I ever had. Best job I ever had. Now this is what we came to see. This is going to be fucking funny. Well, see, now I'm in a now I'm having a funny time because the weed's kicking in, but I gotta go to bed soon. Um, is this the is this Governor Cuomo said that he's never propositioned anybody? It's gotta be. Do you believe that he was propositioning you? Yes. For what? Sex. 
In the spring of 2020, New York was the epicenter of the COVID crisis. This is hilarious. The pandemic was obviously stressful for all of us, and he was on TV nearly every day talking about it. Make that gown look good. So you think all this national what attention? What did he say? <laughs> did he just look at her up and down like that and go, "You make that gown look good"? Did he fucking say that just now? Oh shit! Okay, hang on. This is gonna be way more fun than I thought. Let's. About it. Make that gown look good. So you think all this national attention may have emboldened <laughs> him? Absolutely. I think he felt like he was untouchable in a lot of ways. Benefitioned. Oh shit. Fifteenth. I think he felt like he was untouchable in a lot of ways. Like I was saying, like these people think they're superheroes and shit now. It's going the ego. Like you could see Doug Doug Ford's actual head is bigger than it used to be. I will fucking prove it right now before we get back to the how hilarious this fucking stuff. Look, you don't fucking believe me. I'll f He's so, his head's gotten so big and he's had so much butter. Look at the size of his head. Just the sheer diameter. Mathematical computations that can't possibly be performed by human beings. The dimensions of his dome. You can see it growing. Like, look, there's an old photo. That's an old photo. Let's go back. Look at his head. Dude, his head is getting bigger by the day. His head is exploding. Like, these people are fucking so full of themselves now. Jeez, you know. Plus, he's hard. I mean, that's not even his natural hair. He's, he's full of butter. Look at his blood pressure, dude. Like, he's going to... Just a giant head full of butter, you know? I don't know. I, I don't know. Anyway, they're they're full of themselves. I've been saying that for a while, and, like, they're not... They weren't good people to begin with, and this is just making them worse. Bennett says their professional relationship took a turn on May 15th when she alleges the governor started asking her about her love life oh. and then became fixated, uh -oh. repeating over and over again her history as a sexual assault survivor. What? So he goes, you were raped. You were raped. You were raped and abused and assaulted. Another what? key encounter happened on June 5th when Bennett says she was... I'm just... Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> this is just a pro tip. I mean, I'm not a professional by any stretch of the imagination. But as far as women go, I did all right. You know, I did okay. I did pretty good. I did all right. In my opinion... As again, not an expert. If you're in Cromo and you're trying to you're trying to get laid, like you want to a clear you want to have sex with this woman, um, a way to break the ice is not to repeatedly remind her of the time she was raped. That's probably not a good. Anyway, let's continue. I mean, this is how smart he is. Clearly, he's a genius. You know what? You know what'll definitely get her going. You were raped. Remember that time? Hey, remember when you were raped? Huh? Yeah. Want to do it? <laughs> this guy's a genius. <laughs> Called into Cuomo's office to take dictation, and he told her to turn off the tape recorder. And then he what? explains at that point that he is looking for a girlfriend. <laughs> He's lonely. He's tired. <laughs> You've just finished dictation. Like it's a job interview. 
Got a folder, so, as you know, I am looking for a new woman. Um. <laughs> you were raped, by the way. Do you like me yet? Oh, my God. He is telling you he's lonely and looking for a relationship. Yes. Oh, man. He this is asked if I had trouble enjoying being with someone because of my trauma. This is, seems uh. highly inappropriate. Yeah. The governor asked me if I was sensitive to intimacy. <laughs> In his office. Yes. <laughs> During the workday. Wow. You have been quoted as oh saying that he also God. asked. Like, I mean, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of women that, like, I 100% I, I believe this woman for the record. <laughs> Like I, I'm like I can I can see it like plain as day from what I know about this guy and what I've seen him say. He's got his nipples pierced, <laughs> you know. He's a scumbag. He's a fucking asshole. So this is entirely consistent with what I've seen from him already. Asked you about if you'd ever been with an older man. Yeah. Oh. He asked me if age difference mattered. <laughs> he also explained that he was fine. With anyone over 22. And how old are you? 25. What were you thinking as he's, he's asking like 58, you isn't he? these questions? I thought, he's trying to sleep with me. Yes, obviously. The governor's trying to sleep with he's me. He's doing the worst job in the world that and anyone's ever done. That's I, what she's actually... See, the, here's the thing here. What's really traumatized this woman is that his attempt to get in bed with her was so horrible, she's literally fucking traumatized. You can see it in her face. It's like, that is... That was the most horrifying attempt. Like, I was scared. I was... That's literally what happened. His, his attempt <laughs> was so bad, it traumatized her with fear. That's how good he is at getting laid. So remember, guys, as bad as you could be, you know, you're like, oh, I always strike out. I can't. At least you've never traumatized a woman to go on national television because it was so scary. <laughs> I mean, so far, maybe this gets worse. I don't know. But she, I mean, <laughs> this is nuts. When this stream just became, and then the last half hour, he laughed at Cuomo. <laughs> I'm deeply uncomfortable. Oof. And I have to get out of this room as soon as possible. <laughs> to be clear, what made you think that he was trying to sleep with you? Oh, come Without on, woman. Without explicitly saying it, he implied to me that I was old enough for him and he was lonely. Text messages sent by Bennett to a friend and... Like, honestly, that's... I mean... So he said some things to her, like, I don't know, it's not, it's greasy and gross, but I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like he raped her or anything, but it's, <laughs> these are, <laughs> this is the most insane attempt to get laid I've ever heard of in my life. Like, why doesn't, you know what you should do next, Andrew? You should show up dressed like her rapist was. That'll, <laughs> I'm trying to help you connect. Remember when you were raped? Huh? I'm only, ah, Touch it! <laughs> Holy fuck. Reviewed by CBS News, memorialize her encounter with Cuomo immediately afterwards. Bennett tells her friend, the governor, quote, talked about age differences in relationships. The friend who verified the messages asks, wait, what? Did he do something? Bennett responds, no, but it was like the most explicit oh, it could on. be. How did you respond to those questions? 
I responded honestly. I can only imagine like women that started in like business and stuff in the seventies when women start coming into like the workforce and shit. Like watching this, be like, "Bitch, are you kidding? That's it. That's it. That that was your big fucking trauma." Psh. I wish that was my worst day, you know? And when I was even thinking of coming forward, oh, no. I think that was where I held the most shame. And that, like, I really was uncomfortable. Why did you feel shame? I feel like people put the onus on the woman to shut that conversation down. And by answering, I was somehow engaging in that or enabling it. Imagine too, if she just like never said anything, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, you know what I mean? If she like kind of let him on a bit, but never once said anything like, no, dude, stop it. Stop what you're doing. Like, <laughs> imagine if she did that and she'd be like, oh shit, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just really bad at this. You were raped. You know, like, yeah, I know. You're obviously very bad at this. Just, just stop. I don't like it. Oh, okay. Well. Oh, that wasn't even the video. I wanted to hear the one of him being yelled at or something, but uh, it's getting very late. So, uh, anyway, that was pretty offensive, I think, to a lot of people. <laughs> I think she's overreacting a bit. I, you know what I mean? Like that. I don't know if this is fucking exclusive interview on CBS Morning News material that he was like rude and implied. You know, he wanted to bang you. I, 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 I don't know. That's a bit, you, okay. <laughs> However, your descriptions of his attempts are granted horrendously bad. Horrendously fucking bad. So, I don't know. This is apparently what I wanted the whole time. Is it long? Because I want to end. I want to go to sleep. Oh, this woman. I know her. Ah, she's awesome. Only a minute. Perfect. This is going to be good. Hey, Cuomo, you nipple ring wearing commie cunts with your press conference yesterday, trying to act like you were all apologetic. Like you really fucking gave two shits about what you did. But you want to know why you're doing this? Because it's exactly what I fucking said. It diverted all the attention off the nursing home murders. You notice how they're not covering that? Even CNN is putting out statements about... Fredo's poor brother, fuck face Fredo's brother and the sexual harassment. The fuck out of here. Any of you's fault for that, you're just as stupid as everybody else. Okay, that's what the left does. They divert attention. And Cuomo, a petition fuck. is getting started. Your name's coming off that motherfucking bridge. Okay? <laughs> and you want to say that you're not going to resign? I hope you're fucking impeached. Not that your replacement will be any better. But somebody good needs to run up against your fucking corrupt ass motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow, she fucking wins the internet today. That was insane. <laughs> Good for you. I can't remember her name. I've seen her do videos and shit before. I don't know why this song came on, but it is. That's what we're doing apparently now. <laughs> the final countdown. I had to end this at some point. Can't go all night forever and ever and ever. But I, I can't. She's my idol. She kicks asses, Taz. Yeah, that was amazing. Don't fuck with angry Italian women, dude. Trust me. Lika One-Eye, Full Dress Cards, Rush, uh, War Relish 89, Feather Don, Feather Not Don, Fire Pixie, uh, James Fitzgerald, Mr. Reverend Chad, uh, Jessica Drops a Scent, Scott McLean, C. 
NYC bit. Mr. Pumpkin Launcher, Diana. Phillips Disciple, Crispy, Full Dross Guards, coming up next. Western Deplorable, thank you very much. Thanks, fuckers, he says. Taz and Ego, Daft Beta, Crispy. I keep saying Crispy. Is this a fun name to say? Alstern, Rain Dog, St. Maurice Bear, Karen SK, Crooked VP, thank you, sir. Smoky, Karen Cancer, Jessica, Sergeant Bear, Starshine Girl. Nova Scotia Gray Man. It's the Longstar Texan. Carrot And Iron E. Thanks, guys. That was uh, that was funny. Had a, had a great time. Thank you guys so much for the uh, support. Oh no! I, what? Get back on the. Get back on the. I didn't tell you to stop dancing. Dance, monkey. You do it. That's right. Back to work. Here's my class. Cheers. Thank you, sir. Uh, thanks, guys, for being here. Ragingdissident.tv. I don't know how loud this is. It's hard to tell. Ragingdissident.tv. There's a mailing list on there. You can join for updates. Entrypistream.live slash ragingdissident. Go there. 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can follow for email notifications. We're jmax674 on instagram and parlor and uh, most importantly i like to push this one it's my favorite telegram t.me slash raging distant go there and uh you know just just be in there i guess for my own i feel like i'm winning or something <laughs> podcast available on spotify apple itunes Podbean, and anywhere else podcasts are found this has been a shameful, shameful presentation of the ramblings of an incoherent madman. Thank you for joining us here at Rage 104.4 FM Bigot Radio, and we'll see you again on Monday for Ragecast 107. Probably, probably more bad stuff will happen between now and then. Seems to be a bit of a streak going on. <laughs> Hasn't been anything good happening in a little, little while. <laughs> We're due. We're fucking due. Come on. Come on. All right, guys. Cheers. And uh, I'll see you next time. Death to Stalin. Died today. All those years ago. Stay dead, you motherfucker. Fuck you, make me. Daggle on forever. Forever. Phil, what do you mean it's your fault?
How is it po- how is it could it possibly be your fault that Cuomo has all these women pro- like what <laughs> No, you didn't tell me about this. You, uh, uh, I don't like where this is going. I don't like where this is going. So you used to teach pickup skills, I see, in an app and he was an a client. Why would you do Phil, you're better than this? What? You taught him horribly, horribly wrong things on purpose and took his money because, quote, he was a D-bag. <laughs> well, I mean, that's cool, but now all these women have, like, jarringly, horrifyingly scarring experiences. It could have been worse how. Who was your last client? Genghis Khan? Yeah, you're right. That would have been significantly worse. 